a Christmas gift? No, no. I just I uh, took them out of like my drawer the other day for the first time in forever, and I was like, I got these nice headphones from Tulip when they were doing all the construction because all the uh, all the nerds complained that the construction was too distracting for them to code, so they bought everybody noise canceling headphones. I was like, I might as well use them. I got them. Adam, are you hearing what I'm hearing right now? I uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. What? Are you okay, Mo? What do you mean? That sound like you sound got too... a cold. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm healthy. Okay, I was, I was about to I ask. Maybe if it's picking up. Is it picking up the audio through my headphones? No, it's picking up the fucking phlegm in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any phlegm. I have no phlegm. Uh, I was just thinking that ties like oh fucking, no, fucking <laughs> Dom KOs you every time you see him. I'm healthy as can be right now. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, nothing to clear. Uh, all right, I well, sound okay. Do I sound clear though? I mean, not I mean, you know. You not sound clear, clear but you just sound like you're sick. Let me try. The, let me try the old ones. I, I, dude, I don't think it's the fucking. Like, I think it's I'm just your sick. throat. Get a I'm drink. Not sick. You sound fine. He's fucking. He's changing his headphones so that <laughs> he sounds different through the mic. You can't hide your ailments, Mo. <laughs> that, hey. that, was, that was a quick experiment. <laughs> All right, how do I sound now? The exact same. Sound the same? Yeah, I mean nothing ah, really changed. There's something wrong with your guys' ears. There's something wrong with your throat. Um. So how, Happy how New was? Year's. Yeah, how was that, Jared? The New Year's. You guys it was have a good. good time? It, yeah. yeah, it was good. It was quiet. Um, I convinced Jill and Dan to come down New Year's Eve. I was like, I'll see you guys, but I'm not sitting at home with mom and dad alone for New Year's Eve. So I convinced <laughs> them to come down then. Um, so it was good. Part of the deal right there. Yeah, yeah. That, that was good that they did that. Because, I mean, yeah. that would have, you know. Savvy negotiation. I love, uh, lo- love Chris and John, but they're uh, they're pretty low energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Did uh, Jill and Dan, you know, stay up? Uh, has Dan feeling better? Yeah, yeah. Look, okay. Poor dude. Who knows what he had? He tested negative for COVID twice, but he had like 104 fever, and the symptoms lasted almost seven days. That sucks. Yikes. Sounds like the yeah. flu. Something like that. So, yeah, he's, he's feeling much better. That was like their first trip out of the house since before Christmas. So they were very ready for it. Yeah. But they, were they like paranoid when you were there or once you were there, it was like nothing was going on? Uh, Dan wore his mask for most of the day other than like when he was eating. Um, but other than that, they were fine. I think they just didn't want just me to standard? like. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that did a whole lot of good. Right. I just don't think they wanted me to like see all you guys who had just seen a bunch of family members. And then, because we weren't going to get together Thursday, we were going to get to the the next day and then like see them right after seeing everybody else. So, so I missed you guys, but I get it. Hopefully this is the last holiday. We have to worry about this shit. Amen to that. How how was the trip home Ty? Easter's going to be fucked. When's Easter usually late March, early April. Who knows? I don't know. I can holiday. Should I can take a leave Easter. Let, let's really be real. G- Jesus Easter. never rose from the dead anyways. <laughs> um, He's still fucking in the ground. <laughs> trip home was a fucking marathon, dude. Like, we crushed it. Like, Erica did a great job helping. Um, you know, she tackled, you know, a decent amount of time each day for me. We got home. We left, what, to, um, Friday at, like, 9 a.m. from Johnston and got wow. and pulled Early into start. Yeah, pulled into our uh, garage at 11 
the next day. Damn. Stayed so at the I just lost fucking... connection for that entire compliment. Oh, man. oh my god, man. Now you're now you're fucking frozen up. There you go. Fucking derail everything. You need me to say that again? What did yeah, you hear? I didn't hear. I, all I Repeat. heard is it was a meh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I said. Meh. <laughs> it was a meh. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time you just saw Adam nodding along. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. yep. No, it yeah, was me. I sure. had to change uh, Wi-Fi's. Um, so, yeah, no, it was a marathon is what I was saying. Um, I, I said we left at 9 a.m. on Friday and, and rolled in. Uh, at 11 p.m. the next night. And you were describing the hotel. It is. It was the, by far, dude. By Literally by far the shittiest hotel I've ever stayed in my life. <laughs> like almost <laughs> Where did you guys stay? After I paid for it. Um, so I, I didn't like plan it out. I was just like, hey, let's just go and let's just see how, how far we can get. Like, let's just see yeah. how long we can go. You know, we ended up calling it a night at probably like, I don't know, 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock or something like that. And uh, we had the fucking dog. And so yeah. nobody would take take us with oh, a dog. I didn't even think it's, about that. Well, I, I don't know. I just I, I kind of assumed that, you know, it would be easier than it was. They figured, you know, they'd charge you. No problem. I'll pay the fee. But um, yeah, so we had to bounce around to like four different hotels. Finally got this, <sighs> you know, America's best value in. So, so you know it's gonna be great. I mean, I was expecting it to be like I'm fine with staying in a super eight. Like I yeah. can do that, no problem. But this was just yeah. disgusting. I asked for like a non-smoking room, obviously. Definitely like packs and packs of cigarettes had been smoked. I didn't even know there still was smoking rooms in hotels. Oh, it was just gross. So from the minute you walked in, gross. Uh, it had not been like clean, dusted, anything like yeah. dust, just dust fucking everywhere. Um, the pillows were like, I mean, as if they were, had been used as a punching bag before Probably for the last the 20 years, just, just not even like a pillow, just clumps, like little balls of like feather or whatever. <laughs> like, like they used to make them back in the old days, <laughs> dude. I, I lift, which this is like kind of like a me thing, but lift the comforter, instantly see giant piece of hair, put the comforter back down. Luckily, had a blanket in the car. Dude, I fucking slept on top of the comforter with a blanket <laughs> that we had from the car and laid my vest over the fucking pillow because I was so grossed out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Good fucking, thing where where was this? Light. this was in, where like, was this, Ty? Knoxville, Tennessee. Is that past Nashville or before Nashville? Before. It's eastern Tennessee. So you hadn't dropped Chris off yet? He flew home. Oh, he was never man. coming. Yeah, Chris he was is like, fuck back. this. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> yeah. So it was just you, Erica, and the pup. Yep. So, okay. I mean, my God, I, I got to plan out, you know, doing that better so that I can actually get a fucking hotel. I can, like, the whole night I was just uncomfortable. Like, the door, yeah, like, you're it, like, relax. shitty lock on the door. You know, just sketchy yeah, fucking yeah. people there. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, I did it. I did a, a the one, I would say, the next shittiest hotel I've stayed in was also in 2020. And it was when I, I went to South Carolina. I went to Myrtle with Alex. And I, need, I needed to, like, fly in because of Southwest to Charleston. They don't go right to Myrtle. So I'm by myself. I fly into Charleston. 
and I'm, I'm there late at night. So I need to just get a hotel and, and then take off immediately the next morning. So I'm literally getting the place just to like put my head down to sleep. So I yeah. don't, you know, I don't spend a lot of money and same, same idea, just disgusting, but I was by myself. So like, I didn't, you know, I was all like, I couldn't believe it that I'm, you know, making my fucking wife stay in this, you know, absolute shithole. Not that she really cared, but, um, yeah, it was, there's some bad hotels and motels out there. Like I probably got like three hours of sleep. Like it was just, Oh, it was was awful. Rode pure caffeine for the next 16 to get you home. Dude, I had a couple of Red Bulls the next day. Like, <laughs> what time um, did you uh, leave the hotel? Seven. Wow. You just seven to eleven. It. Yeah. So it's only That's four hours day. from Knoxville to. No, it's. Oh, oh you did, seven to eleven p.m. Oh, p.m. Okay, I, I thought you said a.m. Like, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Wait a second. Yeah, that's well, a long day. Sixteen behind a wheel. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I think your your logic is sound. <laughs> Uh, Jared, did you get that reference? Probably not. No, no. no. Um, shout out to Family Guy. Um, I was gonna say your logic out. was sound, like just powering through, just as quick as you possibly, as fast as you possibly could, and just you know wherever you end up, because there's fucking hotels and motels everywhere. But obviously, the dog is the is the only yeah, problem that, with that. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I never really thought about like dog friendly hotels and yeah, how same limited here. that is. Yeah, it, well, it's limited just in case you get a dog and want to travel across, across the country. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys sad sad to leave Rhode Island or are you just ready to be home? Um, both. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Sad to leave everybody, but ready for a little bit of normal routine. Look at you, Brian. Right at home with us dumb guys. You're blending in better than a centipede among millipedes. Well, what should we do today? Let's try on a thousand shoes. Wait a minute. <laughs> There's centipedes and millipedes, Jared. He's counting the legs. You think you're better? Yeah, it's it's definitely both. I mean, it's it's mostly like, man, it was fucking great to be home, and like I definitely yeah. miss. You know, I I was actually feeling it like. um probably new year's eve day i was just like getting sad like yeah i, I like, totally you know, get it fuck i'm gonna you know leave tomorrow and i'm not gonna see everybody for a while but like as soon as i got home like it's like oh my god it's so it's <laughs> so good to like be fucking home be in my routine be in yeah, my space yeah. that's always how i would feel when i'd visit home too is like it would always be super sad to leave everybody but as soon as you'd get home you'd be like all right i'm back in my routine like Hit the Let's ground running. This. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I did say um that this, you know, if you want to have an idea for, you know, Monday morning for me. Now, I mean, I well, luckily, like that's that's why we did it. We were like, look, you know, we are going to need to have, you know, a day to recover. I didn't want to yeah. just, you know, um, get back at midnight yeah, Sunday jump right, to be up hit early the ground Monday running. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I needed to get back Saturday. And so we had Sunday, but yeah. I was just beside myself that I had to work. Like how bad <laughs> did that suck? Oh, it sucked so bad. I, I didn't want to do a thing yesterday. Like I, I was literally offended when my boss pinged me and asked me to do something. 
was like, you can't ask me to do something the day before we're back from Who the fuck from, do you think you are? Christmas. Yeah, I felt the same way. It totally sucked. Uh, th- this was basically what my morning sounded like. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. <laughs> this is me just walking around the house. Because a vision Very relatable. Tr- tr- trying to wake up. <laughs> with, you know, loading the, up loading up the revolver you want to know what that actual clip was it's uh like 40 seconds Old of now of blind mike just sitting by himself in the studio waiting for kirk to come in that's what the, <laughs> that's the song that's playing um Have you, do, like seeing that view though of blind mike sitting there with kirk doesn't it look kind of awkward He's so awkward. It looks Mike, su- he's Mike like, is super awkward, dude. Oh, no, he yeah. is. I'm just saying, like, the setup. Like, Kirk's got the desk. He's got the mic. It's all professional looking. And then Mike's just, like, in this chair. Like, looks like that, he's that's just... two sizes too small for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like a kid's chair. It just I, I don't really watch or listen to the show. I just happened to see that clip when I think uh, one of you shared it. And I, that's the first thing I noticed was Blind Mike has a very shitty setup but maybe he deserves it. I don't know. He, he chose to leave the show, right? Cause he didn't like getting his balls busted so much. Well, so I didn't really understand why, um, you know, and it was, I, I just, I, I couldn't really understand it. I was like, it doesn't make sense to me. I know he's not getting paid a lot of money. Um, but it's like, why would you, what else are you going to do, dude? Like, why, why would you leave this opportunity? Yeah. What else what ha- do you, you bring really to the table? Following. Yeah. And, and he, um, he said it was because like he, he, he went away. He went to like get help because he was starting to, you know, get anxious and angry about, you know, not being able to see it's getting, it's like a thing that slowly gets worse over time. And so he's like having difficulty coping with it. He's fucking getting pissed at people. They shouldn't be getting pissed at. So he leaves the show. And uh, I listened to his first podcast that he put out and uh, I have to give it to Mike. It was actually good. Um, because he he said shit that I was not expecting him to say, but he said he left because he was just like couldn't live with himself. The fact that he's working at a place where the guy who owns it just treated him like such shit. He's like, I just decided like fuck that, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I, was like, All right, I, I, well, I, I respect him, that. Yeah, I can't blame him. <laughs> I respect that. Like, he I was wish... one of the original guys, wasn't he? No, but he was no? like an intern back in the old. Boston no, he was office. one of the original guys on the um Kirk. Callahan show on Barstool. Kirk Manahan show? Yeah. Oh. Kirk Manahan no, show, it, yeah. I remember, dude, he he interviewed like early on, though, I thought with Dave back. No, I mean, I, maybe I had as, that wrong. As an now. intern, yeah, but he didn't, yeah, that, he didn't I guess stick that, around. That's what I meant. Okay, so I, I meant that he just was there from the, like, not from the beginning, but he was there early on, and then obviously, you know, he left or whatever. I don't really know much about him, but I just remember from that Barstool documentary, like in his interview, like at the end, he's like, just want to let you know that I'm blind. And that is probably what why got him he was the internship. on the Kirk Minahan show. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that too. Yeah. I mean, and, and that well, it led pretty to much, all that. Yeah. It, it, that starting with that comment led to him doing everything he's done since then, just because he's blind. And then throwing footballs at him. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably, <laughs> spike ball. He's probably making as much money now, like eight years later, doing the uh, Kirk Minahan show that he was as an, as intern. an intern. How old is he? I think he's our age, your age, okay. 29, probably 28. Yeah. Um, Poor bastard. Tommy was telling us, uh, I can't believe he's 30 and 
Yeah, right. In a couple like weeks, less, less than a it's month. Old as yeah. shit. It's a, the year us '91 babies turned the big three zero. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna start panicking, Mo? Um, start panicking. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the panic has ensued. Are you kidding me? I don't know if I'm panicking about that. I'm more panicking. Am I going to make it through this fucking winter of everything in the world shut down around me right now? Yeah, that was rough. Um, you know, we were trying to find a place to go out. Like that sucks. That just there's and it, dude, it's got it's gotten worse. Like since then, another 25 restaurants have closed in Somerville for the winter. Holy Breweries shit. are only open till eight. Like every because they're only open, be able to open at 25 percent capacity, so they're almost all closed. So. Yeah, dude, it's going to be um, a very trying winter, I think, for all. Even, like, dating. Like, what the fuck can I do to date now in the winter? I can't even go to fucking grab drinks. Yeah, honestly. I mean, like, I'm going to have to just, yeah. I'm going to have to be like, do you want to go for a hike or something on the weekend? Probably get yeah, but that's outside, such a, like, I'm can't... free when it's light. That, that, that's tough first for a date, date doing a hike? Yeah. It's brutal. What are my other options? I, I know. I girl say, hey, want to do... I don't I disagree with you. I it's just a Zoom date, and I'm like, I don't no, want to fucking no, Zoom date no, people, dude. No, oh, yeah, no. you don't want to go like, down that road. I, I just think it's going to be so awkward. There's no not way as awkward as a awkward. hike. No, I don't think I don't think a hike or a, it wouldn't be like an intense hike, but I don't think a walk like around a park would be a weird first. A date. walk around a park <laughs> is is one thing. I mean, I thought you meant like an actual like let's even go. Even a walk like around a multi the park, hour hike. You're like even like the drink in front of you is such a. Like an, a oh, it eases. Yeah, yeah. It, eases the, it calms you down. Well, and you can always, if you have nothing to say, you take a drink. <laughs> yeah. And you keep taking enough drinks, and soon enough, you're drunk and you can talk. I mean, that confidence just is brewing. And... Fucking, you know, you're dead sober and you're just fucking going around a walk in the park. Like, that sounds like. I don't know. I don't know what hell. other options I'm going to have. I mean, yeah. A cold There's a reason walk why in the you... park, mind that. Yeah, a cold walk in the park with no sunshine. Just bring a flask. Bring a flask on the walk. Yeah, it's like, hey, I don't have COVID, I think. Want to share this flask with me? <laughs> no, you know, either that or they're fucking meeting and it's like a you know an afternoon walk at one, fucking 1 p.m. and they can just smell the fucking whiskey coming off Jared's breath. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a reason why pro that that you know prohibition was repealed. So it's necessary, especially for dates. I can't imagine being on a date and not having a Glass of it's, it, it's basically like you being in the UK or in Scotland right now. Oof. It's pretty close. I mean, it's yeah. not like as many places I can go out to do things. And what are my what are my options yeah. of things to do? He's just speaking. And speaking stuck. of speaking of places that closed, I mean, a place we've all been to several times, Harry's. Yeah, Harry's in Newport. Harry's Burger Harry's Bar. Newport. Yeah, Harry's Burger Bar. Now, did all of Harry's close? Like I, the two I, locations I don't in Providence. Think so. I, I don't. It's weird that I didn't know that they owned that building, but the listing said, "Are you interested in buying the building or the business?" And it had a price for both, for the Harrys wow. in Newport. Yeah. yeah, that and Winter Winter closed in Newport too. That's for sale. Also, Ty. Pretty I don't much know like if I'd two ever of gone the. There, but I, I know about it. It was bomb. Yeah, it was really good. Pretty much like two of the better casual, like takeout dining places on Lower Thames gone. I I, I would say two of the better. Just like casual food places in Newport in general, because there's not many of them. There's really yeah. not. Like Mission Burger is really good. There's a couple places on Broadway, um, but there's not a lot of options in Newport. Yeah, I mean, like like a like a Benjamin's kind of place or like a Caleb and Brown, like just a place where you can go in, 
have yeah. good food and have a drink and not yeah. like make a big deal about it. Yeah. Like going to Midtown or Cookhouse or the Mooring or something. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I mean, it's definitely, they were definitely up there. I mean, I didn't go to the Harry's in Newport that much, but I mean, I've been to the Harry's in Providence, both of them yeah. several times. And I mean, makes you shit your brains out as you, as you <laughs> guaranteed, <laughs> but it was well worth it. Getting the Moab Moab um, add jalapenos. That's what I would do. Add the Jelps. Adam eats those burgers in one bite. No question. Oh, that's his first that dinner guy. Sometimes. Who's that guy? Wimpy. I'm like Wimpy who just has eats the burgers. The guy from the Popeye universe. What does he do? He just eats burgers. He's just all. all. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Like I'll gladly <laughs> pay you for like get a hamburger. Pay you for a hamburger. What the- <laughs> I'm messing up the line. Yes. I'd rather yes. pay you. I'd like to pay you t- Tuesday. <laughs> no, 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 listen. I gotta. I'd like to pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. That was like his big line, and th- that probably cracked people up back in the fucking forties. Yeah, it cracked just, Adam I up. Loved his- it's like, look at that guy. He's clever. He's got a day with a free burger. <laughs> <laughs> he was just a classic burger guy. That's just like the first thing I thought. Classic of. Did you watch burger a lot of Popeye? Did I watch a lot? Not a lot of Popeye, but I knew Wimpy was. Did you eat your spinach? I eat. I love spinach. I dude, I love spinach pies. I haven't had a spinach pie in years. Well, you better get your spinach filled because you're not going to be able to have it for much longer. Do you want it? Is that a good segue? You want to talk about the carnivore <laughs> diet? Jared, you do don't it. need to call out the segue every time it happens. <laughs> Jared is Jared is the segue uh, barometer. That was good. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> that segue. Great. That was very good. Do it. Adam's well, on fire today. It's, it's not good anymore now that you talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. As you guys may be aware by now, um, I'm always looking at self-improvement. And one of those things that often is involved in self-improvement is my diet and trying to be more healthy. Um, And I've switched diets quite a few times over the years, but one that I haven't tried and I've heard a lot of interesting things is the carnivore diet. And we got a trip to Miami coming up in late February think all right perfect time new year perfect time wor- to eat nothing but meat baby <laughs> perfect time to start working start working <laughs> on my beach meat, man pod. start working on my beach pod for miami new year's resolution i mean i i took my health pretty seriously i got in decent shape last year so like i'm not starting in like fat boy mode which is good it's i want to lose some of the fat keep adding some muscle so i've done a ton of research on the carnivore diet and for, for those who aren't aware it's exactly what it sounds like you only eat meat no vegetables no grains, no sugar, no anything. You wake up, you have, you can have eggs. I say it's like meat related products like eggs and like some dairy, right? Is dairy? No, part of no, it? no dairy. No. Okay. Uh, well, maybe, one I read maybe, said maybe some you dairy. Re- yeah. Maybe, maybe like butter or something like that. Yeah. I was thinking something um, like that. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Um, meat and butter. <laughs> meat butter. But yeah. So like go. wake up like eggs, Adam's eggs like, and like this might eight be strips idea. of bacon for breakfast like a, a ribeye for dinner and like a ribeye for lunch. Yeah, and like that's what you disgusting. eat every single day. That, that's the thing. So it sounds like it's going to be disgusting and you're going to feel awful. But there is a decent amount of science now based off people doing this last four or five years and people who have done it and like give their own personal opinion that say they've never felt better on any other diet they've ever done than on the carnivore diet. And one of them, and the, the way I found out about it was a guy on Joe Rogan um, who's a doctor and he started it and it's like it, it he started it because he had an autoimmune disease so he started as an elimination diet and like that started part of the reason why he felt so good and then last year joe rogan tried it for i think like a month or a month and a half and had some negative side effects but he said he ended up losing 
12 pounds of fat in a month just by eating only meat and had never felt better, had the most energy he's ever felt, had like no inflammation in his joints, um, like no soreness or anything like that. Said it never felt better in his life. But the only downside with that, the only known downside was it gives you explosive diarrhea for two weeks <laughs> as your body that. adjusts. So his, his description of this explosive diarrhea was, do we really need it? You need a new, what? No, I'm not going to describe his Please elaborate. When somebody said, oh, is it like the diarrhea that bad? He goes, you need a new word for what's happening to my butt. <laughs> so what's, I don't so, understand. What's the science though? What, what is, what, what makes, you know, the inflammation in your joints go away because you only eat meat? My, my guess, and I think the reason that people have a lot you of You said you did research. It, I did, yeah. And, and this is what they say as well. But like, it's, it, I think it'd be my hypothesis before I read the research. It's the elimination factor that gives you more of the benefits than the just meat factor. So the fact that you've cut out all grains, gluten, sugar, stuff that is inflammatory for you, and you're only eating natural foods and protein, which is very low carb, you're kind of like, it's kind of like keto with like no other bullshit. So I can totally see how the fat just melts off and you get rid of a lot of the other like bloating and stuff like that, that come with eating like grains and shit like that. Cause you, yeah. like, if you think about it, if, if you eat a steak and you eat a bowl of pasta, like in two separate meals, you feel way shittier after the bowl of pasta or the pizza. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Definitely just after way more full for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I've been very skeptic. I haven't committed to it. Cause I just feel like, it just goes against everything we've ever been taught about nutrition our entire lives to just go eat a bunch of red meat and only red meat. Yeah. I mean, only red meat. It's only red meat, red meat. You could eat pork. Um, I think you can't you could eat, eat chicken. You can't have chicken or fish or For, anything. In all of the examples, they're eating all red meat. Jesus. Yeah. Wow super high like iron amino acids like really good for you grass-fed beef oh, so be, that uh, seems like your options cheap. are somewhat Jared's, limited Jared's right? gonna be Su super limited <laughs> yeah. yeah having a I think 25 dollar really... steak for lunch 35 dollars <laughs> i would get dinner. so burnt out on steak dude if i if i had a ribeye twice a day seven days a week i don't think i'd look, ever look a steak the same again right because right, did, didn't rogan say that he only had two meals a day yeah, so he, I, I, yeah, he, he, he would do old. elk because he's a big elk guy. Like he'll hunt elk and eat that. So he'd eat mostly elk and eggs. Elk and eggs. I can I, I can imagine how that'll make you feel fucking jacked and great though. Just all that protein and no carbs and bullshit. Yeah, I if think I mean something, Rogan's also a serious a weight workout. For, yeah, too, for sure. So I think that's yeah. part of it. I mean, I think with with, <laughs> with Jared's, it's just gonna rest nice and easily in that belly. <laughs> That's no, dude, not, hey, I work out a good amount. No, no, we're just saying that like with someone like Rogan, and I'm sure other people too, it's not just the eating of the meat, it's extensive exercise. For sure. That's also helping drip the fat off and yeah. get, you know, lean and, and bulky and, and all that. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, we've been taught our whole lives. You want a balanced, like the, the fucking food Veggie, Veggies are the king. You look at the right? fucking food pyramid. Food pyramid is bullshit. They taught us grains <laughs> is the biggest, right. most no. important part. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, that was that's that's what they told us. So yeah. it, it does go against everything that we've ever known. 
Um, I guess my, I guess one of the reasons I'm hesitant, because if you talk to anybody who's on a specific diet, they'll always tell you it's the greatest diet. Totally agree and they've never you. felt totally any you. better. But people said that with Atkins, people say that with vegetarian, vegan, everything. Yeah carnivore obviously so and, and that's why i think the reason people are saying they feel so good isn't because they've switched to all meat it's because they've cut out all the bullshit which i think is the exact same reason vegans think they say they feel so good it's because most of them switch to vegans when they're not healthy and then they're just like they lose a ton of weight and they cut out a lot of other shit from their diet i, I don't think it's so much about that you're eating all plant-based food or all meat-based food i think it's more of like what, what type you're of not foods you're eating yeah 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 right and, and, and the amount like- of calories Right. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know. I'm still on the fence. For, so for now, I'm I'm holding off. I don't think I'm ready to commit to all ribeyes and all beef every day. But uh, who knows? I mean, it'd be one thing. I because just like Ty, I, I'm assuming. Like I, I thought it was just meat. Like it could be any kind of meat. I didn't think it was just, you know. I think it's all red limited meat. Limited to just red meat. I mean that. Yeah. I'll, I'll double check. But every example I heard, they were talking about eating only steaks. Right. I, I just didn't know if that was like a variation of the carnivore diet. If like some people do all meat and then other people just do red meat yeah. and like pork or whatever. But um, I mean, like you said, what does it take? Like about a month to really know if something's working. Yep. So if you commit, like you said, you got to go a month or nothing. So think of, think of how bad that explosive diarrhea would suck. Well, my recommendation is if you do start this, you need to start it soon. <laughs> Not so I have it in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> because when we we're, we're lounging by the pool, man, I don't think you're gonna want to have the fucking. No. He's gonna have nothing in him because you know it's coming out the other end too when we're there. The, the, the yeah. way Rogan described it is that he's scared to fart <laughs> when he's on the carnivore diet. <laughs> it's gonna be like you vomiting in the bathroom, but just the opposite. Out the end. other end. Yeah. yeah so that was a good so, description. Yeah. So, pretty much. <laughs> So what do you guys think? Should I give the carnivore diet a try? What do you have to lose? I mean, the, the, the great thing about arteries clogging. Yeah, right. Just uh, yeah, just that's the first thing of... I thought of. It's like like the like the implications with like the health of your heart. Well, just so, so eating meat. That that's one of the biggest misconceived things about like people who say meat's bad for your heart. Well, so, uh, yeah, I, I think I don't think meat's bad for your heart. I think excess. I would say is excessive meat. No. A lot of people saturated fat. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people say like all those studies that said red meat is bad for your heart, gives you high cholesterol, et cetera. A lot of people were eating processed fast food burgers, shit food. And that was the large majority of their diet. So in addition to that, it was like French fries, soda, et cetera. Like there was nothing that said like, all right, let's test grass fed beef. Like in a vacuum. It's a large majority of your diet with vegetables or even without vegetables. I think it's like the average American diet. Like, dude, it still blows my mind. Whenever I drive by a fast food restaurant and it's like any time between noon and 6 p.m., there's a line around the building. Dude, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, McDonald's, all of them. Like, that's that's the average American diet. Medicare for all is going to tax the fucking healthcare system more than this virus is going to. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I mean, I guess if you are going to do it, I mean – what's what's the harm well i say what's the harm i mean it would be your bowel movements but um <laughs> who, know, and who knows about my health <laughs> i mean you are the one who is not usually not afraid to try these different things the, the even pioneer if for a week you are the pioneer when it comes to diets yeah. i mean i feel like every few months there's a new he craze treats his body like, just like play-doh just yeah <laughs> always trying to build a better sculpture. sculpture yeah yeah <laughs> 
So I, I say, I mean, I know you said a month, you need to do it a month. I would say try it at least a week and just see what happens. I think if well, I did made it a week, I would have none of the last benefits. Diet, right? Yeah, that was two days. <laughs> All right, so let's try to go for three this time. So my, my compromise to myself, because I wasn't quite ready to jump in with of both Of course, he's, he's, already, he's already making negotiations already with out. himself. Well, I didn't. If I was going to do it, I would have started this week. Um, was that, so I'm doing um, like just, you can call it paleo, but no dairy, no sugar, no grain. So only protein, veggies, and whole foods. Right. Like that's, a, that's a decent compromise to get my beach bod ready. I did paleo uh, for a few months. Way yeah. back, yeah. Like it's 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 all right. It's it got old. I was eating yeah, salads with chicken every day, and it wasn't that it, great. Yeah, yeah, like I miss bread already, and I'm on land day two. <laughs> but I've committed myself to before dinner. The only thing I'm going to eat are carrots and hummus. That sounds go. like a great fucking time. dude. You're going to starve. Aren't you starving well, dude, by it's, dinner? Well, it's I just snack uh, on them. Yeah, kind of like, like you said, Mo. You, you your body needs to adjust, and once your body adjusts, it's just like any other day. That sounds awful, though. Dude, by eleven thirty in the morning, if I don't eat breakfast, I'm hangry. Well, I mean, again, so you, like were, you were set, hangry. That's why. Yeah, you were hangry all the time then, because weren't you intermittent fasting or whatever? Yeah, till like eleven thirty noon. By the time eleven thirty noon came, my stomach was growling up a storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think. Um, oh, sorry, Ty. Go. Carrots, you eat carrots and hummus. Yeah. If, yeah. Exactly. Like it fills you up. Don't, I mean, your body will adjust. I mean, if it's not yeah. filling at time, I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, I love hummus. I fucking so, so do I. Day. Yeah. I mean, it probably wouldn't be great the first few days. Your stomach would be growling, but I think after a week or two, it's just normal. Dude, and I gained like, so much say, like, weight coming home. So I was like, <laughs> all right, yeah, buddy. We all get the holiday poundage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. Well, all right. we're, we're 20 minutes into uh, my meat topic. So we can, we can switch gears. The meat man. That was a good talk. I'm always down nice. to talk food. What do you luckily wanna, uh... for you because luckily for us because of how you know scatterbrained you are about diets and <laughs> and stuff. It's it's it makes it more intriguing. Something new every day. Where do you want to go then, Mo? Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. I picked the last topic, so up to you guys. Adam, we technically, do... technically, I did. I set you up for it. All right. Do, do nice you want to do um, Crystal and Kyle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, do all right. It. Adam, did you listen to it? I did. Okay. I did. I listened to it like I finished up like less than an hour ago. All right, Jared, you can set that up since it's your baby. Sure. Um, so for those who don't know, Crystal Ball and Kyle Kalinske are both independent. I think everyone knows so Crystal Ball at this point. Yeah. He's a Crystal <laughs> Ball, all right. <laughs> um, but they're independent reporters. We're big fans of They give very unbiased and kind of genuine uh, reports on what's going on. Kyle Kalinsky, same deal. So they just came out with a, a, a new weekly uh, video series. And the first one they had on was uh, Marianne Williamson, who was one of the Democratic primary candidates who didn't make it very far. But I, I guess going in, what were your, before you watched it, what, did, what were your guys' thoughts on Marianne Williamson? I, I'm going to be honest with you. No fucking clue who she was. Didn't, all yeah. I knew is that she was more progressive. That's it. I know she was more did, of like did you, a populist. So you, you at least knew she ran for yes. president? Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember her from one of the debates is like, who's this wacky lady who wrote a book and thinks she can be president? Like, that's literally all I knew about her. Um, but so they, they interviewed her and I, I don't know what your guy's opinion was, but I was 
very, I don't know if impressed would be the word, um, but I, I, I liked a lot of what she said. I kind of expected her to just be like kind of a bullshitter, politician-y type interview. Like she ran for president. I didn't expect her to really open up. She was very open and honest throughout the entire interview. Talked about what she did wrong, what she did right, her background, her beliefs. Um, I think a few things that stood out to me was just her not being afraid to say not how rigged the system is, but just how dirty the system is in the, the election in general, but also just talking about politics as a whole and the Speaker of the House right now and and just how much of a mess our political system is. And it's it was so aligned with so many of the conversations that we've had. It, it, it was kind of cool to hear somebody who ran for president had a lot of very similar sentiments to I think most people probably have. But, but the other thing that really stood out to me is she did not get a chance to broadcast any of that when she was running for president. And maybe it was partially her fault. She didn't do a good enough job getting her media in front of people. But like, I'm sure a big part of it was because of the media and political establishment and they didn't want to even give her a chance. Obviously, she would ever won the presidency. But like, all those were great points she was making about like power back to the people, et cetera. And like, none of it was ever even highlighted in the, how long was our primary? A year, if not longer. What? Oh, how long um, ago was it? No, how long was it? It seemed like it lasted forever. Isn't that like eight or From nine the, months, something like that? Yeah. So eight or nine From months, that's a long time. And, sure, yeah. And, and we knew absolutely nothing about this lady. So I, I just thought it was really interesting to hear her very unbiased opinion on the election process as well as like what's going on in D.C. now. And I was glad to see she was very like in line with us and wasn't bullshitting so if you haven't noticed i think at this point if hitler were to come back from the dead and say the establishment is corrupt and needs to be taken down that jared would say he likes him he, he wouldn't be wrong <laughs> <laughs> um i um i just didn't think she said anything of substance. Like, I understand what you're saying where they were having those kind of conversations about, you know, uh, both sides being bought out by corporations, yep. you know, whether it be the NRA, whether it be big pharma, et cetera. And, you know, those points are valid, but you know, like w that's not a campaign. That's not a, you don't run on that. Like what, what, what does she stand like? What did, I didn't I didn't get anything out of that aside from them. Like uh, to me, honestly, I was disappointed. It was a fucking ass kiss fest. I, from, I was, from them kissing her ass. It, it was definitely was. a yeah. populist orgy. I, 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 of I a grand scale. I, I, I whipped my dick out. I will. I, I'm sure you did. <laughs> I will uh, always, always be a huge, huge crystal ball fan. But like she, that uh, was pretty disappointing. Because like it, it well, just didn't just, feel like objective. Yeah. It just felt like, hey, we're gonna kind of fangirl. Fangirl, exactly. That's the perfect way yeah. to put it. Both of them did. Yeah. Kalinsky as well. Yeah. Yeah, but Kalinsky's a nut. Like he he's he is. Uh, I'm just saying. Like he was cool. That he's justice like, liberal. Yeah, justice I mean, I'm Democrat. just saying that before, like early on, he's like, I didn't really like her, and he and he started to get to know what she was like, and but he was at the end, like saying, like, oh, I I love this, I love that. So it was kind of it was definitely more from Crystal, but. There was definitely some from Kyle as well. Oh, 100% from both yeah. of them. From both of them. So I, I was disappointed in that. I mean, I, I get it, Jared. Like, I, I, you know, we like to hear 
them affirm things like, yeah, the system's fucked up. You know what I mean? But no one's no everyone just says it. No one's got any way to change it. No, you know, it's just yeah. words. I mean, you're you're not wrong. I guess maybe what made me enjoy it is it's just so different to see a interview with a politician that speaks like openly and honestly like and i guess because she's not a politician so maybe that's why yeah like, exactly th- yeah, that, that conversation would have never happened on cnn or msnbc or fox news ever no no of course not yeah but that's not like breaking news they don't do but, but it was just interesting to to hear somebody again even if she's not a politician but somebody who ran for president speak behind just her three to four bullet points that most presidential candidates just repeat over and over again, like Biden, yeah. like Kamala Harris. Like they had no substance behind what they said. And maybe she didn't have a whole lot of substance, but I think she at least believed what she was saying. She wasn't just yeah, but nothing about pandering. it was really like political. And I think that's the part that was interesting because I've never heard somebody who's been who's put themselves into the political arena sound like that before. Yeah, she was, very, she was very unique with the spirituality. Yeah, and the, the spirituality the, was a little much for the, me. The, the religious references, which you know, whatever. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. It just like if you, that's what you're feeling, great. But I will say it was unique to hear someone who ran for president talk like that because you would yep. never hear someone like, you know, I'm using Biden as the example, but you know, someone who's been a career politician talk like that. Even if they believe that stuff, they would never talk about stuff yeah. like. that. And I thought at the malarkey. end, a bunch of malarkey. Yes. I don't know if uh, grandpa would have, or Papa, whatever his grandpa's name would have agreed with a lot of the stuff that she said, but the part that I like, I liked it. It was, I thought it was an interesting point. Like she brought up Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete. Yeah. And she kind of like, you brought up Mo with the authenticity that she spoke with. Um, you know, like she pretty much said like when everyone, all these people fell, I didn't really know much about Mayor Pete. I don't know. Everyone kind of said he was a dweeb by the yeah, end. But like, I, don't, I don't think there was anything to him. He was kind of no. just a stick figure of a gay guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> he, he was. Yeah. So like, well, what I'm saying and is like, said, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, cr- you know what I mean by stick up. figure? Not no, like I, I, a gay yeah. term, like in a, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I get yeah. what you're saying, but yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. for was, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> what I was going for was like, he sat up there, he, you know, like you said, as a stick figure, probably was just spitting out jargon and shit that he exactly what the consultants believe. told him to say. Hey, this will play great for these days. And he was applauded for it. Yeah. Whereas if someone like Williamson were to get up on a podium and talk and be transparent and be authentic, she'd be thrown off the stage, especially in the political climate we live in. So she not was, really, she was though. Trump, as a Trump, crazy woman. Well, so Trump, Trump, Trump's not, Trump Trump's not talking about spirituality and religion and, and all that stuff. She's, he's not talking about that stuff. He no, doesn't talk I, the way she does. But but I think Trump's comments were always just as extreme, but Trump was so charismatic and so good at what he was doing that he beat the political establishment. Like, that's the difference. Uh, they tried to take him down until the day he won the presidency. Yeah. Right? They, they slandered him and then slandered him for another four years, and he'll probably get four more years of it after this. Right. But but I, I agree with your point, Adam. Like, the fact that Mayor Pete, who literally stood for nothing but is reading off of cue cards, was backed and made it as far as he did, where you get somebody who actually, like, I think could have been a somewhat, I wouldn't say a candidate who'd win, but, like, candidate people could maybe get behind and relate to. 
was labeled as the crazy person who like you can't be taken serious and um who's the hawaiian lady same same shit with tulsi. her tulsi they made yeah. what they say tulsi she was an assad um like ally she was boys with assad in saudi arabia yeah and, like, and unfortunately that, that true I don't think people like Williamson and Gabbard are ever going to be taken seriously if they were to go up and be themselves. No. They would have to be well, like a mayor Because enough Pete. people would just say, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, and, and to some extent, I agree with that. So I appreciate her being very open, but to Ty's point, and not that she was campaigning on there i mean that wasn't the purpose of her going on no, that show no, it wasn't. clearly not which i think is jared's was. point which is why he yeah. likes it which is yeah. fine which is fine like you know she didn't go up there and like you know throw up her political platform for an hour in that interview it was meant to be like an attaboy and and these layups and these softballs and just you know just for us to get to like her and she seemed likable I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I liked it because I liked the interview because I didn't know much about her. Like, Ty, like, I knew she ran for, um, you know, the, the, the Democratic nomination, and that's literally it. I had no idea that she wrote a book, and somehow Oprah got a hold of it, and that's really what put her on the stage. She got lucky. <clears throat> I, yeah, I mean, and then talking about, like, her father taking her to Vietnam in the middle of the fucking war. I thought that she was, was raised there. That's wild. Yeah, dude. that's pretty wild. But That's how you end up crazy. Yeah, up I there. guess. Yeah, so... Definitely a unique interview for someone who's in the who's in the political arena. Even though she's, you know, not wouldn't I wouldn't really categorize her as a politician. Really, I don't think any of us would because she's not like the boil and play politician we're used to seeing. So I thought it was interesting getting to know a little more about her. But I mean, you know, I can also I like see Andrew why. Yang way more than I like her. I I do too. I do. Yeah, too. I, I can just yeah. say like I can understand why people weren't so gung-ho about her but then again i mean i don't know it was a while ago and i didn't watch those debates because why the fuck were we going to watch those debates we know who i was going to win and there was 20 people on the stage at one time for <laughs> that an hour. too yeah yeah literally like 10 or 15 people at times like, so yeah I, I i think you know and we we agree that i wish that you know we could do the men in black and there you know there wouldn't be a two-party system there'd still be yeah. republicans and democrats but you'd look at fucking independence and you know, the Green Party or whatever the fuck, you know, just the same way. Yeah. You wouldn't understand. Right. You wouldn't have that inherent bias of, oh, well, there's only two real candidates up there. Like, I fucking hate that. Don't some European countries do that where they have like two to three parties that are more towards the left, two or three that are more towards the right, and any party can win? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of countries that have their multi-party systems. Yeah. That they're not just, it's not like, Republicans, Democrats, and then you in the way back corner you got the Libertarians, the Green Party, yeah, you know all that. So yeah, I mean there's 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 I would think there's more multi party systems than there are two party systems. Um, it's as far as like the four the, hours talking about how to take down the establishment, I don't think it'll ever happen. Um, <laughs> probably won't. So I'm a little uh, pessimistic about the future of. Crystal, Kyle, and friends. To be honest, well, yeah, and I I agree with that, Ty. Because like, if there's if this is setting the precedent for what it's going to be like, I'll listen every now and then. But if it's just going to be them bringing on like so they can have a big progressive orgy on on a microphone, like I don't know. I mean, that's going to get old after a while because they're like, yeah. oh, I love you're you're an idol. I like that's I want you're right. I want like Crystal to be like I want to challenge someone, people, the real her to come yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. I like what she gets. Yeah. We need Sagar on there. Yeah, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I, I honestly, like, I, I was watching that and, and, Get you know, that the, Kyle. 
I stopped halfway through the interview. I, I went back and finished it, but I stopped ha- halfway through the interview and I was just like, fuck this. I'm just going to watch the rising. And it was so much better. Like she, you know, Crystal was so much better. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, that guy, Kyle is like, you can tell super smart, very passionate, but you know, I don't think they're unbiased. Like on that show, they're not, they don't give you an unbiased take. You need a Sagar that's going to come on there and say, listen, Williams, keep her I think honest. You're full of bullshit. And here's yeah. why. Like I wanted, like, I, I wasn't expect, I mean, I figured that out 10 minutes in the interview, like this is not going to be a hard hitting interview. It's going to be yeah. like, you know, like, like a fanboy fangirl kind of thing. So, but you know, it's, I, I, I think we'll give Crystal another, I'll give Crystal another shot. I'll, 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 I'll listen you know, pretty much, I'm sure to every episode, especially now that Kirk, Kirk's <laughs> only three days a week. I mean, Ooh, I it's a good thing to throw on in the background. Yeah, Wait, they they scaled Kirk back. He scaled himself back because he's doing that oh. true crime podcast. Oh, okay. Who's he doing that with? Carabas? No, it's just himself and his producer Steve. So they're doing a true crime podcast. Yes, that's interesting. Yeah, yep. Um, and like they're in the midst of like investigating and stuff now. That's why they. He's gonna back. he's gonna go even crazier, dude. It's gonna <laughs> I be, know. Like, it's he's gonna, gonna be, be what the her, fucking yeah. all, all over again. Yeah. Like, exactly. dude, you are made of glass. You should not be dedicating your life to solving murders. And you know, like you know, psychos like that will just like go until go they fucking all in. Yeah. So I hope he. I mean, it'd be crazy if he solved it and then he got to listen to it. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. Um. The uh the story you were telling or the story uh Williamson was telling about Vietnam reminded me or you know made me think of the story that came out today. Do you see why Kamala Harris is trending? I did. Oh. I didn't I didn't watch the video of them <laughs> saying she plagiarized that, but I saw the headline. What happened? So I just oh. <laughs> but when i when i even saw I the quote before it, it went viral today i was like who would say that there's no chance that happened sorry go ahead i i witnessed this as i write about in the book you know from my stroller's eye view and um there's a, a funny family story about how so my mother's marching with the, the extended family i talk about like aunt mary and uncle freddie in the book and um she would tell the story about how so they're marching and this is back when strollers didn't really have armrest and seatbelts. <laughs> so they're marching away and, you know, shouting and, and all of that. And then I think it was my Uncle Freddie, you know, uh, looked down and looked in the stroller, which was empty. <laughs> and said, where's Kamala? <laughs> and apparently they left me like a block behind. I'd fallen out the stroller. <laughs> There you go. And then my mother would tell a funny story about how, like, one day she did, and I was fussing, and, and, you know, and so I'm fussing and fussing. She, it, it's much cuter when she would tell the story, but she'd say, so then she would look down at me and Kamala, what do you want? What do you want? And I looked back up at her and I said, freedom. <laughs> so I'm going to read you the lead in, <laughs> in the, uh, in the article, Senator Kamala Harris started her life's work young. She laughs from her gut the way you would with family. As she remembers being wheeled through an Oakland, California civil rights march in a stroller with no straps uh, with her parents and her uncle. At some point, she fell from the stroller. And the adults, caught up in the rapture of the protest, just kept marching. So, uh, automatically, that's 
Can anyone believe that a child <laughs> fell out of the stroller in front of them and they just walked over her? Um, by the time they noticed little Kamala was gone and had doubled back, she was understandably upset. Quote, my mother tells a story about how I'm fussing, Harris says. And she's like, baby, what do you want? What do you need? And I just looked at her and I said, freedom. Freedom. <laughs> so <It's> cringe. <clears throat> I'm going to read you this excerpt from 1965, Adam. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> and uh, this was in an interview that Martin Luther King gave. And <laughs> this, is, this is the story. Never will forget a moment in Birmingham when a white policeman accosted a little Negro girl, seven or eight years old, who was walking in a demonstration with her mother. What do you want? The policeman asked her gruffly. And the little girl looked at him straight in the eye and answered, freedom. She couldn't even pronounce it, but she knew. It was beautiful. Oh so she totally ripped that story. 100%. MLK. 100%. And she's like been a, telling it for years. Like, if you're going to do that, shouldn't you pick someone less famous than fucking Martin Luther King Jr., which is <laughs> so extremely bad. easy so to bad. fact check that stuff? Oh, my. I had no idea that that's the first I'm hearing of that. That's hysterical. And it's it's doesn't well to Jared's point. She's a fucking chameleon. She'll she's a, she'll play she's another any part. stick figure. But she, I mean, she'll she, play this, any part. That, that's why like people love like Michelle Obama so much is because there were so many of these L magazine type type articles, and Michelle Obama might be awesome, but and, and, you know what I mean. And Kamala Harris, who knows, could be awesome. But it's like it's so unobjective. Not that L magazine needs to be objective. I don't give a fuck, but. Like you would never see a story written, you know, in, in a magazine like that about Mike Pence and his special relationship with his family and how he's so yeah. close with his wife. You know what I mean? That he right. can't, they that can't wouldn't even be, be around other women. Or Golfer's Digest. No, of course it wouldn't. Yeah. It, it wouldn't. So I, I, that's why I, was, I just laugh about and, it. And I also that think like authenticity is just so obvious. Like, you know what it just made me think of, Ty? Like one of the least authentic people that we work with, and I don't mind her, but like, like when she puts I'm on those, to this. who's why, who's gonna, no, I'm kidding. Um, like whenever she puts on like that fake voice and starts talking, oh, yeah. like it's just cringy, but you could have somebody else say the exact same words from like an actual point of confidence and like has the respect to everybody, and you don't think twice about it. Like that authenticity is just like so. You can't bullshit that. You really can't. Yeah, I mean, she's she. I guess she's you know she's only the VP, but because I mean she got crushed in the primaries, so it's not like people love her. She's, no, man, no, I don't know anybody who likes her. Um, I think people like what she represents. Like you yeah, said, identity, identity, identity politics. politics. Yeah, exactly. People love love that. Right. That's the whole democratic strategy right now. Just. <laughs> Fill the cabinet with a bunch of goons and ghouls, but make bunch sure of... they're of color and have vaginas. <laughs> I mean, you want yeah. you want those justice liberals in there, like Kyle Kalinske. Hell yeah, dude! I trust him. I trust him and Marianne. Dude, he's he's a fucking nut. He is, but <laughs> um. So I was uh, 
I don't know what the fuck is going on. My like the shit keeps just deleting stuff off my browser. God damn it. Um I was gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna play this in a second here. Um not exactly good news, Mo, um for your restaurants and, and your bars and your dating life in Boston. <sighs> That's where we're going to begin, because joining me now is the single most respected voice in the pandemic. It's Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is, of course, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Dr. Fauci, 2021 is finally here, but obviously... Tell me Chuck isn't rock hard with this next sentence, too. Obviously, we are still dealing from the fallout of what life has been like in 2020. And I want to put something in perspective. The last time you were on this program was November 29th. And I want to put up the number of people who have died since then. It's an average, it's over uh, 83,000, and it's an average of 2,300 a day in those 36 days since you've been on last, which is the equivalent of six to eight jumbo jets falling out of the sky on a daily basis. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you jumbo kidding jet. me? So here we are. What, what channel is How much this? worse is MSNBC. Okay. Meet the press with Chuck Todd. Is this going to get? You know, Chuck, it could and likely will get worse in the next couple of weeks or at least maintain this very terribly high level of infections and deaths that we're seeing. And the reason is that, you know, we're in that situation that we predicted a few weeks ago as you get into the holiday season and people have done a considerable amount of traveling there's been congregate settings where people he's talking to you so how does that make you feel going into the new year baby this may sound really fucked up but at this (laughs) point i am more concerned about the long lasting impact on society and the economy than i am these covid deaths and I think it goes back to the point you've said a couple times. I genuinely feel now the cure has been worse than the disease. Do you think you would say that, though, if, say, Dan had passed away and he had COVID? I think the percentage of him passing away from COVID would probably be like one-tenth of one percent. Like, COVID has a very low death rate, especially now because we figured out like how to treat it. It never had a high death rate for healthy people. And now it has an even lower death rate. If like my grandmother or somebody like that passed away, like, yeah, I would feel really bad. And it would make it a, obviously like a more difficult argument. But I just like, I, I, words can't put into like how I feel about like we've literally abandoned America and we're not using any real science for a real reason why. I think this and, is the. And any real science you get from people you want to trust like Fauci is being spoon fed to you and you're yeah, not you given you're not, given, you're not given you the can't. whole truth no you can't trust like, anybody so, dude so now Fauci is on record not lying but you know he had said that masks were you know not needed back in March yep. when this first came mm-hmm. to America you know and said you, there's no reason for people in America to be walking around with a mask on um and admitted and i actually have the quote here well, yeah it's, it's so a he said, quote about herd immunity right well no so that that was something else this is in regards to masks so uh in june 
speaking to the street, Fauci said that the reason he had previously advised people against wearing masks was that, quote, we were concerned with the public health community and many people were saying uh, this. We were concerned that it was time when it was time. We were concerned that it was at a time when personal protective equipment, including the N95 masks and the surgical masks, were in very short supply. So he, he said, I said that I advised against it because I didn't want a run on masks because we knew that the healthcare community was going to need them. Yeah. So you can't, you can't trust anybody, dude. That's that's one. And then, like you said, Jared, he has just been slowly ticking up the number of uh, people that need to be vaccinated, you know, population wise before things can, quote, get back to normal. And he said that, um, you know, it was because he didn't think the American people would be able to stomach hearing that 90% of the population needed to be vaccinated. So just deciding, and Crystal does a great job in this, so I'm just going to play her. So Dr. Fauci has been facing some questions in recent days about why over the course of the pandemic, he has changed his estimate over what percent of the population would need to be vaccinated against coronavirus before we would have herd immunity. Um, this is from the New York Times. They say in the pandemic's early days, Dr. Fauci tended to cite the same 60 to 70% estimate that most experts did about a month ago. He started saying 70 to 75% in TV interviews. Last week in an interview with CNBC News, he said 75, 80, 85% and 75 to 80 plus percent. So he's been edging up the number from 60% now all the way to 85%. And Rachel, the justifications he's giving with this are incredibly sketchy. I mean, basically he's admitting that he didn't think the public could handle the reality of how high an immunity rate you would have to have within the population before we could quote unquote get back to normal. Um, in a telephone interview, he acknowledged that he'd slowly but deliberately been moving the goalposts. He said he's doing it partly based on new science and partly on his gut feeling that the country is finally ready to hear what he really thinks. Hard as it may be to hear, he said, he believes it may take close to 90% immunity to bring the virus to a halt. Um, he got pressed on this. Uh, Dana Bash actually pressed him on this. And it was that clip was just him trying to defend himself. But I mean, you heard Chuck Todd, you know, fear monger himself. You know, yeah. Fauci was and is the most respected voice on coronavirus, you know, in the world of health. Or in our world, of he 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 had he still had my respect after the mask incident because I get why he did it. I don't think he should have done it, but I get why he did it. At this point, I don't trust a word that comes out of his mouth. I just think it's egregious that he just decides. You know, and I'm shocked that the news didn't leak otherwise. Like, is he the literally the only fucking person? On the, He's the on only the doctor that, does, that knows. Well, I, 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 I think the reason is because there's no right answer. <laughs> it, it's we think 80%, 70%. Not right. So I guess it's like he knows he's the nation's leading voice and he just oh, decided, yeah. well, you know, I'm just going to tell people this. And yeah. then when it comes time to it, I'll just slowly increase the number because. Yeah. I'll so tweak. Like, I'll tweak my projections, and it's know. like. And Crystal goes on to say, "It's like, dude, it's not your fucking job to decide 
what we can and can't handle. Your fucking yeah. job is to deliver facts and information. Science. Science, right? At, at, at this point, you could go as far as to say it's just as egregious as Trump lying about the severity of COVID when he knew it was so, bad. So, so I had that comparison, right? Yeah. Set up because I agree with you. I think it is very similar. Like Trump's, yep. I guess, would be more egregious because... You know, I, I probably led to more cases directly and, and more deaths, I guess. But, you know, and and like Fauci probably has some responsibility on that mask piece, you know, to, to case cases and deaths. You know, if you want to hold him to the same standard as you hold Trump. Um, but like this whole fucking herd immunity, you know, because that what basically what he says is what everybody is going to go off of right like every yeah. every you know well because well, there's no every... there's no actual federal plan so it's literally the governors are going to hear that local health officials are going to hear that and make their decisions right and they feel justified in making any decision based off of what he says and like they're they're not responsible expert. for his action his words because yeah. it's like oh well he's he's Fauci we have to go by what he says so I I just you know I I I've, I've definitely lost some respect for him I, yeah. I agree with you Jared like. You know, I, I think he's a, he's a well-intentioned guy, a very obviously kind man, but it's like, dude, you're not doing your job. He's doing more harm than good by withholding information. Yeah, like I wouldn't say doing more harm, but you know, because like, what is the what is the real quote unquote harm? I guess, I guess maybe we just laid it out, right? That the government yeah, I, I guess harms to him harms the wrong word. I think what Trump did probably caused more harm than yeah. good, but with Fauci, it's just he's just. You well, know, he's compounding the to, problem. Yeah, to our, he's to making our the problem point, worse. Though, definitely, he's basically got the the finger on the button of local economy, right? Yeah, because we just said, you know, Republican governors. I'm sure there are ones out there like you know, ours didn't shut down as as tough as blue states, right? We're a Republican state, but you know, every blue city will implement whatever Fauci says. Absolutely. And that will have direct impact on businesses. And of course there is some blame for the federal government not doing stimulus, of course, but it's like that, that I guess would be Fauci's direct correlation to harm in this case by not just saying what the science is showing him and instead just trickling information out as he thinks yeah. the American people based on his gut feel, he says. <laughs> like that's just fucking insane. Like and 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 when you do that, it's it's just like I hate I, I won't even compare him. I, I was gonna make some kind of Trump comparison, but it's it it wouldn't be fair. But it's like you're you're doing yourself such a disservice because everybody that really is like anti COVID, COVID's a hoax now has ammo, yeah, they get ammo in the vest whereas they yeah. didn't have anything before fauci was just saint anthony you know yeah. nobody everyone just believed what he said it's 50 year public servant right it was you know that that was the whole intention and idea is he's not in politics why yeah. would he not tell you exactly what the truth is right well it turns out there's a couple of reasons why what do you guys make of California and LA getting as bad as it is despite it being in lockdown for the last month. 
and some people now saying they think lockdown is making it worse. I mean, haven't we already talked about well, it? You know what I mean? Haven't we like played that scenario that out? Supports, like, doesn't that support? We, yeah, that, that supports everything we've been in saying. In that episode it's, we shit on Cuomo, it was like we read it. 80% of the spreads all happen, you know, in, in the household. household. And I get the, 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 the idea behind the lockdown is stopping people from going house to house. But how yep. does that make any sense? <laughs> like we said, yeah. restaurants and bars are closed, you know, like us. You know, if we wanted to, hey, let's get together over, you know, one of one of each other's houses. Like that happens, I'm sure, all the time. Yeah, it's it just like, what what the hell does California do now? I, I read an article today, and I'm sure part of it's like fear mongering, but they said they've instructed in L.A. County ambulances to ration oxygen because they need to save oxygen for the ERs. And if you have a terminally ill patient who has a low chance of uh, survival to not bring them to the emergency room. I saw room. that. That's kind of crazy. It's yeah. Well, definitely. I read into it. It did say like that kind of person is, you know, their heart has stopped. Like that's that's what they said. Yeah, that's that's still pretty crazy. I, I know. Don't, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's crazy, but you know, it, it's it's not as insane as it as it sounds. Um, but yeah, and, and, I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Lockdown. What else can you do aside from a fucking lockdown? Aside from I don't know like bring the military trucks out and point guns at people to stay inside. Right. Well, right. Uh, well, kind of like what Jared was saying, like LA, California, I mean, like there have been States that have gradually, I'll use Texas as an example. Obviously Texas didn't have the, res- didn't have like an immediate response, like some other blue States, but you guys had some restrictions. You slowly use them. And then you've kind of hit a point now where, I mean, I can't see Texas getting much more strict than they are now, which no, compared I mean, to the we've, rest of the country. Like, we were up to 75, went back down to 50, you know what I right. mean? But it was never this, like, sweeping, like, oh, shit, panic, and, like, right. and that, that, that's shut what everything I mean. down. Like, Texas, like, gradually did it, and other states, too. California went from zero to 100, immediate, like, not immediate, but, like, over a very expedited period of time so your point to you both your points what happens now you they've don't know. done they've done everything or at and least there's no there's no end in sight dude there's no. no end in sight no they 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 went from zero to 100 and there's or 100 to, to go zero point, or 100 to zero i guess yeah without any let's let's try some things i mean it sounds this sounds terrible the people, the people that have died were going to die anyway. As bad as it sounds, like the numbers that we have, I don't think forcing these lockdowns obviously was going to change much. So what would have been the harm? And this, this is, you know, yeah. maybe it's common sense or maybe this is just hindsight. I don't know. Of gradually restricting and gradually right. shutting things down as opposed to just doing what Los Angeles did. And I'm sure other states and other cities too. Well, done. even even like Rhode Island, didn't you guys do a pause where like everything was shut down for two weeks? We did, and then it ended like right before Christmas. Because yeah, so that that, yeah. that that's what that, that worked though. That that got the numbers back under control, didn't it, in Rhode Island? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not great still. I mean, I think like I think it was reported yesterday, like fifteen hundred people passed or something like that. But I mean, it showed that okay, we're doing this pause. Let's see how it goes. We're not going to go into a full-blown fucking lockdown, even though that's going seems to like news to that cocksucker. Yeah. Even though it seems like we're trending in that direction. I mean, we're, 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 there's going to be another wave of cases because of 
the holiday season just ended. And that fucking UK virus. And the and the other the other strand, which I think we all can agree has been a little overblown, but at the same time, it's going to cause mass hysteria regardless because the media is going to eat this shit up. But I, I just feel like so many there's some states have done the right way about I've gone the right way about this and gradually done this stuff. And like you said, Ty, with Texas, they kind of leveled out. It's still not great there. I mean, I'm not I'm not painting a picture of Texas being like the pinnacle of of covid uh, reaction, but at least they tried things. They didn't blow the handle immediately and they're seeing where things level out and they're going from there as opposed to most blue states, especially California, that just went full throttle right from the get go. Yeah. yeah. I think my, my biggest concern at this point, and this is pretty cynical, but I don't know if I have confidence in our government to get us out of this. Nothing we've done has worked. It's continuing to be a shit show. The vaccinations are a total shit show. We're letting businesses die. Like, I, I don't know if I feel confident that come end of spring, early summer, things are going to be back to normal. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly not trending in the in the direction of wishful I mean, or hopeful thinking, I guess. I, it's not just our government, though. It's the fucking virus. Like, you, you see right. everywhere else in the world that it, it doesn't impose martial law, you know, or is not uh, a remote fucking island like New Zealand. Like, I saw some, uh, Erica showed me some picture and... It was like this is how New Zealand celebrating New Year's Eve. Yeah, because, I saw some of those. Right? They're like yeah, in China, like, they were all watching the fireworks. Dude, it's apples to fucking oranges. And, and China, fu- it's like fuck, apples and oranges. No, apples no, and oranges. I knew. I was hoping someone would pick up on that. Yeah, there's no fucking <laughs> way China is so far advanced in where they are with China lies herd about immunity everything. or whatever. No, that, that that wasn't the point I was trying to make. I guess like what I specifically had in mind is. The fact that we have zero federal distribution plan for these states to follow on how to get this vaccine out. I know. Well, give me so give, give me an example here of, of what you mean because I'm going to play this clip, and it's of uh, the the governor of Florida, um, DeSantis, uh, getting like grilled by the CNN reporter. And while I don't really know DeSantis very well, I know he gets shits on because he's like a, a Trump stooge. I, I just think, like, you, I'll let you guys tell me what you think of the question. Why? What has gone wrong? But Governor Ron DeSantis wouldn't even let me finish asking my question. Take a listen. Governor, what what has gone wrong with Governor? What has gone wrong with the rollout of the vaccine that we've seen phone lines jammed, websites crashed? A lot of demand. I mean, I think at the end of the day, excuse me, excuse me. If I could finish my question, you just said what has gone wrong, so I'm answering the question. If I could complete the question, though. So you're going to give a speech, or you're going to answer, ask a question? With all due respect, what a dick. I'm I'm trying to finish my question. No, you're 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 giving a speech. You asked the question. I am trying to ask you the. You're going to ask how many questions? You get three? They only got one question. Why do you get three? With all due respect, Governor, I'm just asking if I could finish my question. You didn't. You finished the question. I did not. My full question is what went wrong with the rollout of the vaccine when we've seen phone lines jammed, websites crashing. So you're repeating your question. To complete it for you, Governor, we've seen websites crash and also senior citizens waiting overnight for the vaccine. Where was that at? We've seen it in Duval, Broward, Orange, and Lee County. And why was, like, in Lee, why did that happen? Did you investigate That's, why? 
That's my question to you, Governor. You're the governor of the state. I'm not the governor of the state. Okay, but you didn't investigate why that Halleck and Lee County, why was there a big line? Did you did you investigate why? Could you tell us because why? Because we, we distributed vaccine to hospitals, and, and the hospital said, first come, first serve. If you show up, we'll do it. So they didn't use a registration system. There wasn't anything that was done, and there's a lot of demand for it. So people are going to want to so go ahead and, uh, there was no and get plan, it. plan then from the state to make sure that senior citizens didn't wait outside overnight? So the state is not dictating to hospitals how, we're not dictating to Carlos Magoya how he runs his operations here. That would be a total disaster. These guys are much more competent to be able to deliver health care services than a state government could ever be. So, he's a dick. Total Dude. dick. <laughs> he, he's even copied, like you guys couldn't see it. This guy has copied the Trumpisms with his hands when he talks and doing like the... Oh, it, it's geez. fucking hilarious. Um, so he, he's a fucking asshole, obviously. But I also have a problem with the way that she's asking that question. Because I think the enormity and gravity of trying to roll this vaccine out, especially the Pfizer one, like it is a task that I don't think anybody could comprehend. And like the, the hospitals aren't state run. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even if they were, how, how is like, what, what's the solution? How's that going to change? I guess the reason that it's getting so much press that things are not going well is because they committed to a number of how many vaccines we'd have distributed before the end of the year. And we're at 10% of the number. Right. But why is that like the state government's fault at that point? Who, whose fault is it then? If all of the vaccines were delivered on time to the states, he's saying, no delays he's in delivery. You it's the hospitals. He's saying they're not okay. delivering the doses. So then at some point, the government needs to step in. And I'm not saying they need to run the hospitals, but the government needs to step in, provide funding, identify what's going wrong and how to fix it. That's what a government is there for. Situations like this when we have a pandemic. I mean, but the, so the governor is going to consult with the hospital and help yeah, them. Yeah, what do you like? I think uh, what, in what some governor, what, what is the governor going to know about? That's his about... job. Like when there's a, a flood or a natural disaster, it's a governor's job to fix it. This he doesn't is, know anything about how a hospital runs. You sit down with him. You say, okay, what's the problem? How can we support you? You need funding. You need this. You need that. They can come up with a plan. My point was not that I think specific states are doing a bad job. Sagar made the point that 50 states are doing things 50 different ways mm -hmm. as opposed to having a, hey, guys, here are our suggestions on how to distribute these effectively and on time. Like we're going to have vaccines that are expiring before they can be used because they're just sitting. Know, in but you, right and, now. But, and you think that if the federal government said, hey, here's like a FAQ that it would matter. Yes, dude, that you can have a federal. There's been federal um, vaccination plans before. I've like read articles that people have talked about. I don't know, like polio or one of those where we've done millions and millions of vaccines over the course of a few months. Like we've done this before. I think the government 100% should offer guidance to states on how to do this. You don't? I'm just saying, like, like we're, we're treating the, the states like they're fucking incompetent and idiotic. Like, I, I think and, they, and I don't they, think the federal government's any more competent than any of these states. I don't disagree with you there. 
but but don't you, don't you think the federal government might have the resources more capable of helping expedite the process than the individual states would? And the CDC on their side, and all these people who helped like drive this whole operation warp speed thing. Yeah, no. The answer is no. I don't think they have the resources to do that for fifty states. Where the fuck's that money coming from? We can't even get fucking six hundred dollars. They seem to be. Well, we seem to be giving millions of dollars to foreign countries. I'm sh- there certainly are the resources that I think it can be done. Yeah, maybe not just, all they're fifty just states at once. It. Yeah, that they're there. That's it. And I think part of the problem is kind of the way the government is, or our country is set up in the first place. The whole idea of federalism, with the the states having certain powers and responsibilities, while the federal government has other uh, powers and responsibilities. You know, th- this is a perfect example of how that system works, and it, it's. On paper, it's great because the federal government doesn't have the power to just boss the 50 states around. But in a situation like this, it would be nice for a little more federal guidance. So, yes, I, I do think that I think it's shown if we, when we looked at that defense bill, there certainly are the resources for them to do something. I'm not saying it's going to be perfect and work like a fine, finely tuned machine, but that's what our federal government should be there to do. Just like they should be there to give people more money for stimulus. They I mean, should be able to, I'm not, obviously it's, it's they're a, not it's a doing nice it. thing to say. It's an easy thing to say, but how the federal government is going to get any sort of resources that are money that you're thinking of down to the level of getting the hospital to distribute the vaccine. Nobody can talk about, or nobody fucking has any clue. I mean, they could easily appropriate money to states. That's what the Democrats have been trying to, to have to done. To do for... what, though? Like, why do we? Why do we think money is a problem right now? So that that that's what they've said. The biggest issue has been resources. They don't have enough resources to distribute these. It's all on the hospitals, and it's all on that. Like, why can't you set up a national grid tent like you set up these out? Um, what do they call the pop up hospitals? And drive through vaccination centers, just they're, like we have drive through testing centers. They're talking centers about right doing that, turning testing but, but, centers into vaccination centers. Well, that's what they need to do. That's what they need yeah. resources for. That takes money and people. That's not the hospitals doing that. That's the government. Yeah, those like outposts, those well, we, vaccination we need stops. It's something. Yeah, I'm not well, saying right it's going to be a perfect. Huge bottleneck. We need something. Yeah, there's a huge they need to step in and do something. They they shouldn't leave this all up to the individual states. To, to come up with their own system. It's all, I mean, it, it's a shit show right now. Like, like certain states are, were promised certain amount of vaccines and they never even got that number of vaccines. Like less than half of those vaccines have actually come in. And I mean, shame on the states for not being a little more organized. I'm not going to bail them out completely, but the federal government absolutely has the resources to do something with all the money that they're throwing around to different countries. And Endless to different, wars. They have it. Yeah. Whether they choose to use it or not, to your point, Ty, is is That's another the same story. Conversation we've been having, man. Yeah, but they, but they, they, it's, they, it's they, the state and local have, aid money that was, you know, a part of the bill that they weren't willing to to pay. So that's nothing new. Yeah, that's not a new development. No, it's not. But I, I when you're to your question, you know, could the federal government be helping a lot more? They absolutely could be, and they have the resources to do it. I'm gonna play um, a little clip from. Uh, Jared's boy. Bad, like, what the hell's the point? Now, by the way, this fact is amazing. You didn't see it in this clip, but I saw it in a clip a few days ago. CNN actually admitted, a CNN correspondent admitted on air the reason why our rollout has been so terrible, the reason why our distribution has been so poor when it comes to the vaccine, 
We don't have a national health system. He's disgusted. So do you understand I'm sure that? that would help. In other words, the, the layman's way of explaining that is, since we don't have Medicare for all, we're failing with the distribution of the vaccine. Thoughts, Mo? I don't think that's the that's reason a little we're strong. failing. That's a little I, I think it would certainly make things easier. I, I haven't seen the data if we're doing a better job or worse job in other countries with vaccination so far. Well, I'm guessing worse. The, well, the UK uh, has the top capacity, and we've all got to work together to ramp it up. Overseas today, the UK authorizing the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, which is cheaper and easier to store than Pfizer's. And this is a massive thing for the world. Yeah. The UK also facing challenges with its vaccine now changing its policy, giving the first dose of the vaccine to as many people as possible instead of reserving doses for the second shot. So he listened to that clip and then decided that the national health system would fix the problem. Well, well that, 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 that clip didn't radical. Yeah, but that clip didn't say anything about them having bottleneck issues like us. Yes, it did. He, they just said they, they changed their plan because they were the way they had it set up. They were only giving the vaccine to X number of people or whatever. And the, the doses just started going bad because they weren't. No, distributing that's not what they're talking enough. about. Yes, that's they not, are. No, and, they're and not. Now, and yes. And now they said now they're just giving one shot to as many people as they can instead of trying to hold doses and give people two vaccinations that that's not what that's about i know what you're talking about 100 percent what they i i I read an article about it today the reason they started doing that if fauci disagrees he's like i don't think we should do that they want to provide some level of protection to as many people as possible with that new strand being super transmissible in the uk so that's why they're doing okay so that's what we just heard that's a lot no they they didn't say anything about what you just said in that clip they said they're giving one dose to weigh more people than two doses to the original amount of people. We're agreeing on that. We're disagreeing on the reason they're doing it. It doesn't have anything to do with them hitting in a bottleneck. They're trying to protect more people as that new strand of virus goes out of control. That's not what I read. That's what I read. I definitely didn't make it up. Well, we seem to be at an impasse here. I mean, anyway, this, this guy just tries to use Medicare for all in every example of possible course he does. I as agree a solution I don't, for I don't, every problem. I don't problem. think anyone's supporting yeah. that. I, I, I don't think Medicare for all is the easy button here. But right. I, I'm still it's an easy cons- plug for him, though. Very easy yeah. plug for him to make. I'm still very concerned that we're at 10% of our expected capacity. If I don't have a summer, I will fucking murder somebody. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, we already know what you're going to do. We, we already know your plan. We're at we're at ten percent of like what we were supposed to have delivered by the end of twenty twenty. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to be at like twenty million and we were at two million or something like that. Ooh. That's yeah. not good. Sheesh. What what's my plan? Well, you already told us what your murder plan's gonna be. At this point, it may need to get more extreme than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I d I don't know. More don't bombs know under more trick. chairs. Who knows, man? Who knows? Why don't you just move to the UK? They had winter there, too. Dude, the weather's you'd be, even you'd be worse locked, over there. You'd be, be locked cloudy. down right now, too. Be cloudy and rainy there. Yeah, you'd... I mean, I'm pretty much already locked down. I literally go to the grocery store. That's about it. And wait in the line. 
<laughs> no, I'll, I'll I'll time it so I don't have to wait in the line. I don't wait in the lines anymore. I'm too good for that. Um, trying to think what else, what else we have. And I just eat a lot of chicken was, cutlet sandwiches. I think that was it for everything I had. Adam, we, you have a, a new installment for us, right? I sure do. Um, do you guys want a quick update on the runoff? Yeah. Okay, so almost 50% reporting both Democratic candidates are in the lead by we, around like 9 10%. Do we know if um, those are mostly mail-in ballots they're counting first? I would imagine that's – well, yeah, I, I think a lot of these were scanned. I think I think I told you guys that this uh, Georgia's like expediting the process a little bit. They had – they weren't able to count the votes – directly to like the polls but they were able to scan them i guess i'm assuming that means that they this is going to make it quicker so that very well could be it i was thinking that too like early on they had big lead not not that i mean 10 percent's a decent size leads but the only problem is dude there could easily be a recount because i think about how close it was the first time for these seats we could be like another fucking recount um it could definitely drag on yeah uh, but yeah, that's the thing. But yes, we do have a new segment coming to somewhere in the middle. Okay. It's a segment that I think um, will prove to be one that's highly anticipated and near and dear to our how- and our hearts. <laughs> Can't talk. Um, and it is stay woke. We're going to stay woke on this podcast, guys, because as we know, in this 2020 climate that we've finally stepped out of, I'm sure it will seep into 2021 too. Nothing is more important than staying woke. So I got a few uh, members of society and institutions who are on the woke hot seat, we'll call it. Woke okay. hot seat. So Ty, the audio that I told you that you probably already had, I was going to read that one last, but if you wanted to do it first, we can do that too. It's not my segment. Fuck. All right. Well, we're doing it last then. Cause I think that's my favorite one by far. We're doing it live. We're doing it live. All right. So the first um, organization or group of people that is on the hot seat are historically relevant film producers. Okay. Um, obviously we've all seen, we're all big, uh, world war two fans saving private Ryan. Okay. I mean, I've seen that movie no Great less movie. than 15 times. Awesome. Exquisite. Movie. Awesome movie. Obviously, you know, the opening scene, probably one of the more recognizable war scenes, in cinema history, I would think is the, 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 you know, the, the storming of the beaches of Normandy on D-Day, you know, obviously something that's well-documented in history and um, is obviously it's just been talked about for quite some time for obvious, obvious implications. So I guess the only problem with it is, is being historically accurate, more important than gender equality. Ooh, no, because there's an article here. There's an article here. Now, hold on. There's an article here saying, entitled, quote, Why were there no women in the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan? Can Valid you recap question. the opening scene, what the atmosphere is? Is it in a house? <laughs> it's not in a house. It's not, I, I know you're going with this. It's not in a house. It's not in a factory because we all know that that women were heavily involved in the war machine. Wasn't, wasn't on a farm. Became. Nope. Wasn't on a farm. It was on the beaches of Normandy. Um, and it was a pretty, you know, over, I want to say 300,000 people died. It was a pretty, pretty fucking gruesome. 
Um, so no, it did not take place in a factory or a lot of guts um, flying around. Uh, yeah. So Tons I got a, guts. I got a short excerpt from that, I, from this that I want to read. I realized the history books have no record of female presence on the beaches of Normandy <laughs> during D-Day. <laughs> But why should that stop us from representing women in the war that affected them just as much as any man? I'm tired of watching this. And that's, I won't read anymore because it's pretty much more of the same. She wants, even though there weren't any women storing the beaches of Normandy, she wants women to be on those fucking beaches, storming the beachheads with Tom Hanks. Like, I can't believe that there's actually people out there that have that thought go through their brain and they it's put insane, it they're dude. so passionate about it they put they, it to they're paper. just so dumb like had how to, dumb do you have to be to think that it. way yeah so like, that's the first I, one on the hot seat <laughs> I, <laughs> how many scenarios <laughs> could you paint like I, like that's insane yeah it's pretty fucking wild like why why um, aren't more white people depicted as slaves same logic race equality man right same logic what's more important all right the next group of people that's on the hot seat are freelance photographers okay those Those are usually yeah i know right so this tweet from this guy john at john wingfield if you're a photographer i encourage you to start commenting land acknowledgments under all your landscape photos you might be asking yourself what is a land acknowledgement. Well, don't worry. <laughs> Our buddy John here tells us what a land acknowledgement is. If you're unfamiliar with the term, a land acknowledgement is when you state which indigenous lands are contained in the photos you post. It's an acknowledgement of the people who were originally in, who originally inhabited those areas before they were colonized and stolen. So if you're going to like, I don't know, fucking Zion National Park or Yellowstone or I don't know any any park you can think of. If you take a picture, you better include in that caption which Native American tribes. Shout there, out to the Mojaves, or you're gonna get fucking the Comanches. Yeah, the the, the Sioux. Do you think the, that guy made Cherokee. up that term? Um, I've never heard of it. He probably in coined my it himself. life. Yeah. Land in acknowledgement. First time the, hearing of it. These people, yes, these people must be like. The weirdest they're fucking with us. So that's that's what I thought at first. And my source, which I won't reveal on air. Um, this stuff happens like th- there are several of these every single day. Yeah. Like I could see Nick Savage getting behind that one. Something like stuff that's way more out there than what I'm showing you. But I'm just kind of going in the order that I found it. But what, it makes what, you wonder. So how many interactions does that particular tweet have? Likes and retweets. Um, seven retweets <laughs> and forty-two likes. That's okay. good. So, not too many. so yeah, that, that thankfully, and again, yeah, not, not everybody agrees to, with it. Not everyone agrees with that, but you know, there's people that do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely not. You know, one of the more popular tweets of. Do that, we have a map of that day. Native American land. You know, and it, by it, state, it was like, everywhere. I know. I'm just saying, like, like what you tribes gotta, you gotta tag, want, Yeah, you, yeah, you got to you got to tag a tribe. There's there's one somewhere. I've seen one of New England <laughs> Instagram. Photo. Like I've seen one of like the Narragansetts and all of them. 
I, I got we got a awesome. lot of tribes up north. Yeah, in Oklahoma, fucking Pequots. Yeah. Big oh tribe. yeah, in, in Oklahoma. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Shot part of the trail that 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 was. Yeah, definitely. That was land that was supposed to be reserved for Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, they just said, they, they just kept they just kept nope. pushing it further west. Like, no, no, no. Where, where are all the reservations now? I mean, there's a lot out west, but I mean, like you know, Pequot. Yeah, uh, Foxwoods. You know, the, you go on. Yeah, Foxwoods <laughs> is a. Is a res- I mean, there's actually one in the area where uh, Burlingame is. There's okay. an Narragansett reservation. That'd be very fascinating to like see a documentary on going into a modern day um, Indian reservation. Like, does it just look like a normal place? Probably, it's right? It's not. From what I've seen, dude, it's some places are pretty, the, it's pretty bad. Like internment camp bad. Well, no, it's just that they're living in fucking. No, they didn't Jesus. set up internment camps. Get your mind out of World War II, dude. We're past that. We're past internment camps. I don't know. I have this picture. Like, like they no, can leave the reservation if they want nowadays, right? Yeah, of course. But it's then, just they, land then they couldn't. Well, when they said it, no, up, at the couldn't. time, it, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I meant now, but yeah, at the time, like that's your land. Like, I bet so now, if it's like a shitty it's still, trailer park as a reservation, you can be like, right, I'll just go buy a house. Yeah, I bet you it's still pretty strict. I don't. I bet you those. Still what? In in some communities, I'm sure. I bet you Oklahoma. You see Native American. They they probably don't like them. Well, I'm just saying. No, I'm I, sure there's I, a I'm lot just of saying. Uh, like I'm sure they don't leave still, their reservation very often. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, like that's their home. Like they're literally like they have a house there or a trail. I mean, the pictures I've seen, the videos I've shown, like in classroom times, like they're pretty impoverished. Like it's not. Yeah. Like. Fucking, what job are you going to get on an Indian reservation? Uh, Just work working in a factory Sun. or a mine or something. <laughs> working yeah. in Sun. Yeah, exactly. It, it sounds awful. Yeah. Um, All right. So Jer- Jer- Ty, get that uh, oh, okay. audio ready. Okay. I got it. Hold on. Uh, okay. Yep. All right. The last the last institution that's on the woke hot seat this was is Congress. Incredible. Is Congress. So... Um, I, I'll just set it up, but um, it, if you've ever seen those of us listening, if prayers during Congress are pretty common, someone will like hold like a congressional prayer to like start a meeting or end a meeting or whatever. So, House of Reps, Rep, uh, House of Reps member Emmanuel Cleaver, who's a Democrat from Missouri, um, led the speech or led the prayer this time, and this is what it was. Now and evermore. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. So if you didn't get that, listeners, mm-hmm. um, obviously most of us faiths. who grew up in, in a, you know, Christian a Catholic upbringing. And a woman. Do you not think there's any chance he's saying a man and a woman? No, he's just ending the no. prayer. He's he's ending the prayer. Like, like I was gonna say, like any like we all grew up in somewhat, you know, at least early on, Catholic amen. Christian. Amen. You know what amen means? Do you I know? saw it on some tweet, but I forgot. So be it. It has nothing to do with gender. Are you sure? I don't think that's what Look I Look it up. It's the Latin translation. So be it. I'm reading some or something along those guys. lines, but either way, it has nothing to do with gender. And this guy decided just no. It's it, yeah. What did you say it was? So uh, be it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so, be so be it, it or let it be. 
let, let it be. be. Yeah, either one. Either yeah, one. That's you what I thought take your too. pick. But this guy decided to add a woman because in his <laughs> mind, fuck, I don't want to. No, I don't want to segregate here. I think uh, like the house passed like a. I don't know what they would call it, an act or whatever, that they are removing all gender terms from like any document, like anything anywhere. Mm, no, no gender terms. I hope that's not real. God forbid you state a gender of some kind. But yeah, so that's that's what prayers sound like now in Congress. Amen. Amen. Uh, and women. <laughs> <laughs> they are also they- equal. They genderfied fucking amen in order to justify them saying a woman at the end. Like, so stay that, fucking that woke out there. should be Silly. embarrassed. And he, he thinks he was... He thought he right killed there. it. Yeah, oh, he, he thought... Like, think of all the votes he just we got are for, for the next time he's up a, for election. Um, we're starting a revolution here. <laughs> Jared, you, you were right. Uh, I, I just did the research here. Um, but they're giving it to everyone and it's going to delay, uh, people who actually need to get their second dose for like three months. Yeah. It's certainly going to delay everything, but they're doing it because they're that scared about this new, uh, strand of the virus. I know, but it's like, what, what's, what's dumber. That's, that's a pretty fucking dumb decision. Don't you think to give it to you and I, Fauci said he does not agree with the decision. Oh shit. It just doesn't make like a whole lot of sense. Right. I mean, why would you give it to like a healthy 22 year old? Yeah. Not give it to an 85 year old. Yeah. Or, or yeah, a, I, I don't you know, disagree a, with you. Yeah. So yeah, stay woke out there and that stay will be uh, woke, baby. Hopefully stay we'll woke. Be a, there'll be many more interesting, uh, and statements this will get, and videos. This will get just sadder and more depressing because <laughs> every week we'll probably have three fresh new takes. Stay woke. Mm-hmm. Dude, literally yeah. every day. I, I look at it every day. <laughs> I enjoy it are so churning much. Out. It's, it is good. It is it's good. so good. And there's always new content. I don't even care if it's super legitimate or not because you know people think this stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know people were creaming in their fucking pants when they heard him say, ah, woman, at the end of that prayer. <laughs> you know it. Just wait till somebody proposes that. That's going to be the new thing. I can see that one getting legs. Wouldn't surprise me at this point. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I guess the only other thing I had, actually one other quick thing. We don't have to talk about it too long, but um, so Fred Reiser, who's a, is this uh, a state senator out of Wisconsin? Um, he's 93 years old. He recently just stepped down, or I think is his last term or whatever, a state senator. He's 93. He's 93. <laughs> Guess how long he served in the state Senate of Wisconsin? Just take a guess. Big number or little number? 70 years. Four, f- pretty damn close. 68 years. 64 years. <laughs> As a state senator in Wisconsin, he was sworn in or whatever it would be for them as the, at the time that fucking Eisenhower was president. We were less than less than 10 years removed from World War Two. And this guy <laughs> is getting his career going in politics <laughs> and he's been doing it for 64 years now. Granted, it's a state senator. There's no impact on anyone other than the people of Wisconsin. But they, they made a fucking amendment, the 22nd Amendment, to make sure that a president could not serve more than two terms. How in the world have, ter- have term limits yeah. not been a thing 
in local government. It's never been a thing. Do you and think I it's partly have, because not just local just government, not enough dude, people to run in local government? Like it, obviously, I feel like a lot you know, of things I, like they yeah, run on a post. Part of that, but for sixty-four years, nobody <laughs> else had a better fucking idea than Fred fucking Riser. These Dude, people he was, will never he pass was the it. pillar of the power. <laughs> He's everything Jared <laughs> wants to be. <laughs> so that that could be in your future, Mo. maybe. You maybe be... I'll be the next Nick Kettle, state senator for Coventry and Gloucester, whatever the hell it was. But yeah, it was just and 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 I think that's a good point, Ty. Like. Like you guys remember my dad ran for town council um, in Coventry yeah, a while yep. ago. Did, he did two terms. He was, you know, he ran as a Republican. Was that a lot of like a lot of time you have to put into that? Not a, I mean, it was like enough time hours a for, week. it was enough time where you definitely are not being compensated enough, yeah. which is not why you do it. I mean, yeah. that's not why he got into it. Um, he did it for two terms, did it for four years. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I there are certain people in there that if I were to see their name, because I remember I didn't go to like meetings and stuff, but he'd come home and he'd, you know, bullshit about stuff. And I bet that if we looked at some of the names of the people on the town council of Coventry, it's probably yeah, three or four of the media. same name. So to Ty's point, who the fuck wants to get into that swamp yeah. of local politics? Not many Nobody. people do. <laughs> Not many yeah. people Six do. fucks for 60 but fucking at least, four years. Yeah, for 60 fucking years. And you know what? Maybe he was a hell of a guy. Maybe he did great things. I have no clue. So I don't want to, you know, just assume he was a shitty politician. But I would guarantee that we can go back to 1787 when the Constitution was being written. If we said, hey, framers of the Constitution, how do you feel about somebody serving in a position of power for 60 years? What do you think they would say? They'd be like, no fucking way. We don't want that. Yeah. I'm surprised the same Adam's... they say about Congress and the House. And yeah, the and exactly. You're right. And, and I, I know I said local government, but you're yeah. right. Like they can serve as long as they fucking want. I mean, and again, I've always I've said this on this before. Those people, not the president, will always have a bigger impact in our day to day lives than a president ever will. Yep. So it's almost even more important that term limits should be for members of the House of Reps, the Senate, and obviously smaller local um, government positions as well. It's just crazy. 64 years. I did like I did like a double take. I was like, am I reading this correctly? Twice 64 as long as we've been alive. Years. Can you imagine that? Ugh. But yeah, it just it grinds <sighs> my gears. It grinds my gears. It's quite the so- thing to grind your gears. <laughs> right i mean <laughs> it grinds my gears fucking because Wisconsin it should senator it should fucking sitting in that chair god fucking damn it i mean yeah it's a very specific thing to grind my gears but i think we can all agree that there's a reason why they decided the president should not serve for what fdr would have served if he didn't die four fucking terms and who knows he may have got elected for a fifth and a sixth like that's not how our government was thought of at the time that's not i mean what do you guys think do you want someone in power for 60 plus years oh we just said he's not no i guess congress and senate in power in his yeah well in power for the state of wisconsin and i guess and again i know it's small potatoes compared to what we usually talk about in terms of government i just think it's wild that that's even allowed that someone can serve that long instead of getting a fresh perspective and I, don't, I mean, maybe he was a fucking landslide because a, like, to a combination of a nobody wanted to fucking run. Yeah, land rush that, you know, nobody wanted to. He was winning in a landslide. Nobody wanted to run against him. Or maybe he was just the fucking greatest state senator in fucking U.S. history. I don't know. 
it just seems like that that shouldn't be allowed. If the, pre- if the most powerful person, sorry, Ty, what? I'm surprised your dinner guests weren't the founding fathers. <laughs> that, yeah. uh, they were, they were one of mine. Either, yeah. You had James Madison. Father Adam, of the Constitution. Adam loves I think that's a good framing one. being at the table with the founding fathers and saying, do you, what do you think these guys would think about this? Well, if you remember, <laughs> well, <laughs> here I, he goes. I, had, I had, I had Gabriel <laughs> Princep as one of my guys. Cause I want to be able to like throw things at him and say, Hey, what do you think about this? That happened hey, guys, because of guys, what you did. Come here. Hey, come here. Come on. Bring it in. Hey, can you believe this fucking yeah. guy in Wisconsin has been running 64 years? That's fucking wild. Dude, most of those people didn't live 64 years. You're right. And he was he was in the, one the same fucking chair from Eisenhower to fucking Biden. It, it's wild. So, yeah, it does. It is, it, it's something I'm interested. I guess because I, I surround myself in that time period because I teach civics that I guess... I get bored of reading and hearing about James Madison and Thomas Jefferson and George Washington and all those old fucks. But yeah, we get um, bored of it too. I'm sure you do, but maybe that's why I wouldn't want to put them at the table with me, but I think it's pretty wild. 2020 reflections, Mo. Um, I'm running out of steam. First reflection. Yeah, okay. We, I, we, we knew that that's a fucking given. The second one I've already reiterated once on this podcast that I have zero confidence in my federal government or my local government, and I will never trust them with anything. It's a doggy <laughs> dog world out there. So you better have your own back. Let's go. Let's bring back anarchy, dude. Fucking state of nature. Every man for himself. I don't know if I quite want that. I like my house. You wouldn't last a fucking I have week. A house. I, yeah. like, I like walls and grocery stores. How long do you think you would last in a state of nature, Mo? Longer than Ty. That's true. I, I, I think you might outlast Ty. Yeah. I think I, I think I might. So I, I think it would be. I think Ty would kill himself after like two <laughs> days of being dirty and not having strombolis to bring to bed. Like no, like, you know, <laughs> I had to no go kill a to rabbit sure, to have a late night snack. <laughs> no government to make sure we have like running water and heat and all that stuff. It's. Oh, it's yeah. Totally I definitely, I definitely oh, God, kill myself. There's a hair on my yeah. blanket. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, um, exactly. So, so that that was definitely one of my main takeaways. Um, yeah, that's really that's all I got. You're a deep thinker, Adam. You, you guys get me at the end of this every time. I got oh no juice my, left. You are. I, I've been up all day. You're pathetic. I got no juice left. I Jesus. think that was a good so, take. Yeah, it's a pretty common take. Um, so I think about this podcast and. Take. Well, yeah, I mean, 2020 <laughs> sucked. And everyone said the same a, thing. A little I'm bit sure. of a backhanded compliment <laughs> a little bit but, <laughs> but it's true I, I agree with every word but right, i think you got about, a hustle here look at he's about to he's about yeah. to roll right out the door i think about this podcast and everything that's been happening in the world and i'm trying I, I keep thinking every now and then like what if we didn't have like a global pandemic and crisis in our government to like bullshit about and the more serious note is like being doing this podcast has made me like really pay attention to like all the things that I like would gloss over and then just move on and not really get in. I would just read the headline of something, maybe the first sentence or two, and then move on with my day. But especially in this year of 2020, it's made me realize how not that it wasn't terrible without reading articles, but it made me figure out how shitty life has been for a lot of people. Yeah. 
And it makes me very grateful that the three of us are in positions where, you know, we don't have to at We're least at the moment podcast from under worry about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, de- definitely a lot to be grateful for. It's been nice to like, you know, we, we talk about the shitty situations that people are in and these crooked politicians not having knowing a single person not one closely yeah, not yeah we're, we're we're a bunch of middle class white I, boys I, I, that I have no perspective at all other than i, I, I think that's a, a good thing though i mean it's very easy for us to just sit here and be like not my problem yeah like, i think we genuinely are concerned for for the welfare and better well-being of uh of america yeah the, the general welfare of everybody and it's yeah it's like cool the, the failure in government like i don't need the government in my current situation i've been super lucky but i still feel bad for everybody who does need them right now yeah, and I, I think you know, this podcast. I mean, doing what we're doing is pretty. Pod. It's pretty fun. Like I, 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 I like doing the pod is is great. Um, obviously, I think world. it probably started because of the pandemic, us not being around. Because I, I know Ty, you were a little late to the microphone game, even yeah, though I, get it I think your microphone's a little year. better. Um, I think so, I sound the worst audio quality wise. I'm going to be honest. I think I'm just so I, loud that I just, yeah, me and Adam I just, just we just talk <laughs> through the noise. Any <laughs> any um any bugs we just talk like right my over. My neighbor upstairs probably just every Tuesday goes, "Who does this guy yell at for three hours?" I think my neighbor's fuck the, the same establishment. Thing. <laughs> Guys, I have no faith in our federal government. Um, the guy downstairs, yeah. like, I fucking get it already. Jesus Christ. Like, like, so what I think started as a way of us to just keep in touch during these difficult times has turned into like something I definitely look forward to every week. And because of that, make a career out of it. No, I don't think I could. I think I'd be a good I guest. I don't know YouTuber, if I'd be a good dude. host. A YouTuber? a YouTuber. Yeah. I thought about being a YouTuber. The other day. <laughs> YouTuber. What would you, what would you YouTube about? What would you, what would you be on the tube about? But would you I, talk um, about the establishment. No, I think it'd be more just. You about would be the my, next Kyle, whatever what the fuck no, is last I, name. It wouldn't be political if I did. If I had a YouTube channel, it'd be about myself, my life, things I enjoy, like personal. <laughs> it would last finance, two episodes, like <laughs> two fucking episodes. I give that. Yeah, um, I went down a rabbit hole of should I be a YouTuber as a side hustle? I haven't made any videos. Dude, yet, well, that, that dude Kyle, I, I looked up. He he makes like over he he made like four hundred k. Yeah, dude. And just, YouTubers like, make a, a lot of money, man. Shitload of money. Yeah. They're like popular ones make millions. I don't yeah, I'm not I mean, even asking for millions, dude. Pay me hundred K from YouTube videos. I'll be happy as a clam. That's, <laughs> that's a it, fucking lot of money. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we're talking about I thought you were gonna say like a hundred bucks a week. Uh, Pretty modest. Well, no, I want to know where I can quit my job. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, I, so that's my outlook is that it's been a shitty year and we've been able to see the ins and out of ins and outs of it by doing this podcast. So I think it's been really cool. So it's been it's a shitty year, but we're very thankful. <laughs> my, my, very my, thankful. my reflection is Adam is obsessed with repeating points. <laughs> well, you guys keep interrupting me and I don't get to finish my statement. And then we get off on these tangents and I have to remind the listeners of what I just said. So. Hey, guys, I think guys. that they would have guessed you were saying something about being a really rough year and you really enjoyed the podcast. Also, to give you a little take, taste of your own medicine. Hot take. Hot take what? You just shit on Jared for giving. Oh, I know, I know, dude. Obviously, we're all. And you went on for ten minutes. Is your outlook going to be much different? No, the same thing. But I was in more detail. (laughs) 
I went into more detail, but I pretty much said the same thing. Her face yes. hurts. Totally fine. Um, all right, all right Ty, Prin- what's your Pr- Prince Charming, tell us how yeah. great 2020 was. <laughs> it was fucking awesome, man. I mean, what more could I ask for? <laughs> Best year of my life. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing. Well, for you, Ty, I mean, uh, it you was know what? about no, as I... eventful of a year as any in your life, right? Well, I that's mean... why I, I, I could only just echo what you're saying. It's a good year for me, shitty year for everyone else. But uh, <laughs> I, I was just thinking, like, what would it take for I wit I what I fucking wish is that I didn't have to be afraid of people not liking what I say. I wish we could make this public because I really think people would like it. Yeah. We'd have to not have jobs. And exactly. Have no boss. Exactly. Yeah. Like we'd yeah. literally have to quit our jobs. And that sucks. In a perfect world. Yeah. In a perfect world, we'd be able to probably execute that pretty well. But because I think it would be I awesome. Like if more people were listening, more people were giving feedback, more people were giving suggestions. Like I, I think, yeah, we, we could we could get away if we toned it down a little bit and kind of did it as like not ourselves. Like if we like Big Cat and PFT, like they don't ever use their own like names and identities and stuff like that. I know, like but we, we tried right. that in the beginning and then we just ended like Yeah. It's just hard. Yeah, so we would I, have I probably to be, fucked that up quite a bit. We would have to be very disciplined in making sure that we don't delve well, even, into even, like inside jokes yeah. and things that only and I think that, then, then it's not know. as entertaining then we're just right. talking heads right. then we're right. kind of alienating people and like they have then no we're like PMT we're and about. Big Cat yeah this yeah they cat. are talking heads <laughs> yeah exactly just... so that's why we should be YouTubers man we could put I, these I'll consider YouTube. it show get us a business plan together for next week you don't need a business plan for YouTube. You just make videos dude, and hopefully like, they go viral. Dude, there's 11 year olds that are fucking multi millionaires. You don't need a business plan to be a YouTuber. <laughs> I, I watched a whole YouTube video about how to make money on YouTube videos. <laughs> Whoa. And that YouTube like video a got inception. a million views, which translates to, you know, your 100K. The, no, dude, the guy was, was saying how much money he made via YouTube. He was making like four mil a year off YouTube videos. Pretty not, impressive. Not bad. Yeah, not yeah. bad. But he said he made um, three YouTube videos a week, every week for three years before he made any money. I don't know if I have that commitment. Yeah. Uh, dude, your diet lasted two days. You definitely don't have <laughs> that kind of commitment. And I don't know if he's, he would do it from like 7 p.m. till 2 in the morning every day and then go to his day job. Oh, I don't think oh, I would that do that. that sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds fucking great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I would do. Sign so maybe off. 2022, I'll be a YouTuber. I'll be a YouTuber who eats nothing but meat. Sign us. My carnivore. <laughs> Three. All right, last. Uh, last. Oh, sorry, Ty. What's we up? got another fucking right. segment. No, yeah, I was gonna. I was no, gonna... no, 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 no. I, I was gonna say last update, no, and then no, 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 I'm done. No. So. It's literally less than a percentage point for both seats. So wow. I think the mail-in ballots have. I mean, it's pretty big implications. I mean, I'm I'm pretty interested in what's going on. So I'm who do you want? Mail, who do you want to win? I would rather it. I would rather it not. I would rather not have one party controlling the House, the Senate, and having the White House. I, I would rather it not be just a blue government. So I hope it doesn't change hands. What about you, Ty? Got my honest opinion? Yeah. I don't no, I want care. your not honest opinion. I, I don't fucking care. I'm so like I'm so I'm getting so burnt out like on politics at this point. 
Well, we've we've only been talking about it every episode since we started. So that's for, a yeah, year. I don't know. Like, I just don't have like I had the yeah. juice for like the presidential, you know, and I, I, I don't I, think after that. Yeah, I, I just it's like, oh my god. Like, I, I don't think this is going to make a big difference one way or another. Even if the Democrats do win, like, dude, Biden's not going to do fucking anything, man. He's not going to do anything in this presidency. He's a shell of a human. I guess it's just it's just like if there's it's a forty eight forty eight split, Kamala gets the tiebreaker. So like but, I don't but, know. I, I just yeah. But I they still prefer... don't have a su- they don't have a super majority that they would need to pass any major major You're right. legislation. You're right. Legis- I'm just saying it's just called. like I, I like having the checks and balances where there's like there's a little red and a little blue. Hey, you'd have, you'd have a two thousand dollar check in your pocket. Stimulus check. Sure would. Still waiting for my stimulus. Isn't Fuck I need the, it. Is that what the filibuster's for though? Getting rid of the supermajority? I don't. I don't know. I don't really understand. Like that specifically, shit. what the filibuster's for? Well, doesn't that eliminate the need for? No. Like if well, they got eliminated the need, then why would they want to get? Why would the Democrats want to get rid of it? Because they wouldn't want to have the like. They wouldn't want to need a like supermajority. Yeah, I mean, think I, filibuster I, and supermajority are separate things, right? Yeah. I mean, well, they, they they could be in the same situation, but they are two different things. Yeah, filibusters. You just go up and just yeah, bullshit, bullshit. And waste yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I I just thought that was like a mechanism of getting around that, and that's why the Democrats. I'll never understand the way this shit works, yeah. man. There's so many like little it's intentionally rules and everything. cryptic and difficult. Yeah, exactly. We got plenty of time. Let's dive in head first right now. Right now, All right. All right, oh, I'll yeah. be I'll be back in nine hours. Are you gonna be back you, in like, seven so days? You hang up. Do you run straight from that chair to bed and jump my clothes are off before I leave my <laughs> office? No, like really, like what will the what will the night look no. like for you at this point? Um, I'll go fill up my water. I'll go put on TV for an hour or so, and I'll go to bed around ten. But what you need to do is you need to move your podcast station to your bed. So as soon as we're done, lights, lights out. out. There's no need to see ya. You know, <laughs> my you're my mind there. is always racing after these podcasts. I got to wind down a little bit. It's like the fucking Energizer Bunny. He just brings it every day. That's why, that's, why, that's why every Beating time an hour in, he's like, all right, guys, losing steam here. Let's uh, let's try to wrap things up. He gives us his... Uh, his nonverbal what, cues. Yeah, he's nonverbal cues. There. I'm looking tired. At, looking at the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, is it nine already? You guys ready to you know wrap it up? Yeah. Sign us off. All right. I love you guys.